Cherry Pop Horror. Hello, 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 and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. I'm Jacob, and in this show we tackle all things horror, be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror, animated, basically, if it's got enough horror themes to it, we'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry. We're going to be running through the plot, talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, send us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. That's all one word. All right, here we go. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate up here. Keep away from me. Stay where you are. Friend, please, stop. Dad? Stop going. Keep away from me. Dad? Stay away from me. Stay away from me. Thanks for listening. Can't you leave to speak to me? The broken are the more evolved. Sink into the floor. Wait, 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 wait. Sink. John Wayne Gacy, Eileen Warnos, Ted Bundy, all of them infamous serial killers with plenty others to choose from. From what I've deduced in my many hours of crime documentaries is that there's two types of killers, those who can empathise with their victims but, you know, have a need to kill, and those that can't that do it simply because it's their nature. So what happens when you make a movie showing both sides of the coin? Hello Caleb and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror. What's a quality that you think makes a killer both fascinating and frightening? To me, it's the cold, calm, and calculating killer. So more yeah. of a more of a psychopath rather than like absolutely like because that's the thing. Like some, sometimes it feels like they're born to do it, and that's mm. where you get your psychopaths. Your they they can't em- uh, empathize with anyone and stuff like that. Exactly. I, I feel like the you know waiting for the perfect moment. You know, that's, mm. a, that's a quality that makes it scary because they're thinking about it so, rather than the impulsive ones. Oh, okay. So not an opportunic, uh, opportunist killer. Yeah. You think it's more frightening when they're like... Meditative. They're, they're, yeah. So yeah. They're, they plan it. They plan it. They like, know they're going to do it. <laughs> this lady right here, she's yes. going to be my victim. I'll get her in about three days' time. Mm. We'll take her to the basement. We'll do blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That kind of stuff. It's the, the stalking, the planning... Mm. You know, that it's not just the action of the killing. It's it's meditated. It's had thought. He, like, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes work going into this murder. Yeah, completely you know? agree. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that's, that's scary. <laughs> that is very frightening because you're like, you've thought about this yeah. and you went, yes, good idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether that's more frightening or the... I, I, I find the... The impulsiveness quite frightening as well because mm. they can sort of turn on a dime. You know, the people who just kill on instinctive need mm. and they're just like, oh, oh, look, there's a person on their own. I'll just go kill them. Yeah. And I find that terrifying as well because there's no, I guess, <sighs> when there's like a pattern, mm. it's, you can figure it out. Yes, yes. But the impulsive kills, it's, tends to be like a bit more random and I think I find that 
Yes. A bit terrifying. <laughs> that is also terrifying. But we get both sides in this week's movie because uh, this week it was your first time watching The Silence of the Lambs from 1991. You spook easily, Starling? Not yet, sir. He's past the others. The last cell. I'll be watching. You'll do fine. The killer is on the loose. Keeps them alive for three days. Then he shoots them, skins them, and dumps them. A rookie FBI agent is on his trail. He's got real physical strength, cautious, precise, and he's never impulsive. He'll never stop. But in order to track him down, she'll have to match wits. You catch him, Clary. Believe me, you don't want Hannibal Lecter inside your head. With the darkest of all minds. Just do your job and never forget what he is. Oh, he's a monster. Pure psychopath. So rare to capture one alive. So close to the way you're going to catch him. Do you realize that? Oh, Clarice, your problem is you need to get more fun out of life. You told me you don't spook easily. You call this easy, sir? Lester's missing and arm. Man's a raving maniac. Who knows what he'll do? Thank you, Clary. Thank Yes. <laughs> so you said your girlfriend had seen this before? Yes. Loves this movie? My my girlfriend um, and her sister as well, mm. they um, grew up with the movie and they said that it's the one of the best movies that they've ever seen. Um, so we ended up watching <laughs> Expectations it. were high yes, then. Yes, <laughs> expectations were high, you know. So, um, you know, we had to watch it. I hadn't seen it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. So you watched it with them? Uh, I watched it with uh, my girlfriend. With your yes. girlfriend, yeah. And I bet she was there just watching you the entire time, like, <laughs> yes. yeah. evil laugh. That's yeah. It. I've been um I've been catching up on all of the horror films, the classic horror films. Yes, you mentioned this at work because you watched you watched what the original Halloween and stuff. Yeah, not that long ago. Original Halloween, um, Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah, you're going through like all the classic, all of the classic, the classic ones. killers. Yeah, fantastic. Well, now you can add Hannibal to your to your collection, I guess. Yes. <laughs> so um, the movie opens when um some woods near uh Quantico. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I don't know. <laughs> it said VA after it as well, uh, which I assume is Vancouver. Maybe, Maybe? it's the only uh, it's the only like um, state I could think of that's like VA. Mm. So I assume it's in Vancouver. We get credits rolls. We pan through the forest. We get title cards. Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Um, I really need to read the book because yes. this this movie is based on a novel and. After rewatching it after so long, I'm like, oh, I need to read this book. Mm. I feel like this will be an absolutely fascinating read. Uh, we pan over to see a woman running through sort of an army-style obstacle course, I guess. Yes. Yep. Um, this is our main character. This is Clarice Sterling. 
Mm-hmm. And credits continue to roll as we see her basically doing all kinds of exercises, you know, running up hills, mm-hmm. climbing over those, what the, the rope things? I yeah. don't know what they're called. Rope nets, yeah. Rope nets, that's it. Um, she, so we, get, we basically get the idea straight off that she's like a hard worker. Mm. She's, you know, putting in the effort, but she's still a trainee. Mm. Um, we, we also see that her jumper has FBI written on it, so she's an FBI trainee. Mm-hmm. A lot of information in such a, uh, a tiny couple of shots. It's great. Mm. She's then called over as a man called Crawford wants to see her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the signs in the woods as well. Did you see this as well? It's like one of the final shots as she's leaving the woods, like nailed to a tree is like six signs. And it says hurt, agony, pain, love it. And then the final sign is like <laughs> rusted or something like that. It's really hard to make out, but I paused it and it says, um, it says or die <laughs> on the last one. So hurt, agony, pain, love it or die. I see. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Fair enough. That's good for the motivation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, this is very, um, this is the American style of, uh, training. Yeah, really? Yeah. Like, like, have you seen Full Metal Jacket and things like that? Which I have not. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's like a deep delve into the psychological trauma of, um, American training systems for the army. Right. Because they like break you down mm. emotionally and mentally completely so mm. they can just rebuild you up as like generic soldier number three or whatever like that. I see, I see. And it's that sort of feeling to it, you know. Right. You're not allowed <laughs> to experience these things. You either love all this or you die. I see. That's it. <laughs> Now we cut to the FBI headquarters, or at least a training institute, or something like that. I'm mm. not sure if it's the. I don't know much about American stuff. I don't know if it's their actual full headquarters, or it's probably just a training camp. Just a she training is a trainee, camp. and um, you know, it's kind of like a boot camp kind. Of yeah, thing. where they where they you, you train and then eventually earn mm. your badge, your FBI badge. Yeah. Um, she walks around, you know, heading towards Crawford's office, and everyone seems to know who who she is. At least the trainees, anyway, because she walks about, um, mm. walks past like four or five different people, and they all like nod at her or shake a hand and stuff like that. Mm. So she's well known, well liked, probably. She's a good student, or at least she's personable. Yeah, that's probably why she's well liked, kind of thing. Yeah, because she's nice. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, she's she's good at her job and she's nice. Yeah, top of the class, top of the class, probably. Yeah. Um, she ends up in behavioral sciences. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I love that once she heads away from the training areas into, like, the actual FBI offices, mm. the men in those areas, like, scowl at her as she walks past. I don't know if you noticed yeah, this I as noticed well. Yeah, I noticed this as well, yeah. All the men in this movie either are, like, checking her out or scowling at her. Yes. It's very weird. I have, I did notice that, like, the whole way throughout the movie. It was, yeah, it was especially very... men in, like, authoritative positions, yeah. like the cops, the mm. FBI agents, the fully-fledged FBI agents, not the trainees, and stuff like that. They're, they all look down at her, because she's quite a short woman as yes. well, especially because, what, she gets in an elevator. Yeah, the elevator, point. and they're all towering above her, and yeah. looking down at her. They're like, a like foot, a head, yeah, a foot, head foot and a half taller than she yeah. is. But she, like, <laughs> she doesn't, like, bow her head or anything like that. She keeps a straight back, and she's just like, yep, I'm here, deal with it. Yeah. And I love That's it. Good. It's great. Boss ass. <laughs> I know, boss ass bitch. Yeah, like, come yeah, on. Yeah. This is what we're talking about when I'm like, um, you know, Marvel talking about how like, oh yeah, this is the first time we've had like female, strong female leads in movies. And I'm like, no. no. 
<laughs> Captain no. Marvel is just perfect and that's irritating. Yeah. Give me Clarice Sterling. Give me like Sarah Connor from the Terminator movies. Give me Ellen Ripley. The strong female leads. Yeah, yeah. the but- strong female leads who have like um, mm. problems. Yes. They're, yeah. they're not perfect and that's what makes them so interesting to watch. The, the strong female lead in a horror movie kind of thing also reminds me of the movie Candyman. Have you mm. seen that one? The, the was, 90s uh, one? 1991? Yeah. yeah. Another 90s one. I think 1992, maybe. Something like that. So, like, yes. around the same era. But, um, you know, that uh, that main character, she was a cop as well. Yes. You know, it's, <laughs> in the field. In yeah. the similar, similar vein of movie, like, it's, crime psychological horror. Yeah. And then they're not portrayed as, like, perfection. It's mm. not like... Um, it's not like Clarice is, you know, um, at the shooting range getting nothing but headshots or anything like that. She's shown as having faults. Yeah. And it doesn't matter because she owns it and she's like, yeah, but I have things to work on, don't we all? Yeah. And that's good. And it's perfect. It's it's realistic. (laughs) That is the perfect that we're looking for. Exactly. (laughs) Um, she ends up at behavioral sciences anyway, and she has to wait in Crawford's office for him to arrive. Mm. On the walls, we see a collection of case photographs. Mm. It's a very, very quick glimpse. But they're sort of like photographs of dead women and like cutouts from newspapers and stuff like that. You can see there's a couple of skinned bodies. Right. Lovely. Mm. Um, we also see one of the newspaper clippings has the name Buffalo Bill, who has apparently killed at least five women so far. Mm. So, yeah, Crawford arrives. Um, he has a job, or he says, rather, more like an errand that I need you to do for me. Um, he knows her from a seminar mm. that he once did, where she was... She showed, like, tenacity and she wasn't afraid to, like, speak up and ask yeah. questions and contradict him if Pulled she disagreed. Yeah. yeah. She disagreed with something and said, hey, what about this? And he respects her for it. Mm. Perfect. Awesome. Gave the A minus. <laughs> we have one of probably only two male characters in this movie that treat Clarice with, like, respect. Yes. And the other one is a fucking serial yeah. killer. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lecter. <laughs> Mr. Lecter that we'll meet shortly. Oh. Brilliant. Anyway, we learn she has degrees in criminal psychology and has aspirations to work in Crawford's department, which is behavioral sciences. Mm. They're working on a project where they're going to profile a whole lot of serial killers. Right. And from that, they can build a date, uh, a database to try and, you know, catch new serial killers. Yeah. be like, oh, you know, this, you know, we've had like, I don't know, eight blonde women who've been killed yeah. and then they can go to the database and go, oh, okay, usually when this sort of serial killer happens, it's this kind of man this age, this ethnic race or whatever like that, mm. you know. So they're trying to build a database to try and... Get inside the mind. Yeah, get inside the mind of serial killers and, you know, uh, fast track the catching process. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, which is generally great. Yeah. Um, but there's one in particular who's refused to cooperate. Mm. A man named Hannibal Lecter, mm. who has uh, outright refused to complete the questionnaire. I love that it's a questionnaire as well. Would you like to take my survey? <laughs> yeah, amazing. What's your favorite color? Yeah. <laughs> um, she immediately whispers under her breath, Hannibal the cannibal. Mm. And you go, oh, Ooh, love it. That's an introduction. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a good introduction considering it, he's not introduced by his face or anything like that. Mm. He's known by reputation. He does. You, it's, it's punchy. You know what he's there for. You know what he does. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> Hannibal the cannibal. It's got that wonderful rhyme to yeah. it. And you immediately know. you're just like, oh dear. <laughs> mm. He's not going to be pleasant, is he? 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Crawford wants um, Clarice to try and talk to him and at least get as much if she can't get him to figure out to sorry to complete the questionnaire then to at least like look at his cell you know what's he drawing is he drawing you know just try and gather information mm. from him um, she asks if there's a connection between Hannibal and Buffalo Bill Hannibal's been in prison we get uh, we get the idea for a long time yes. or at least a decent amount of time I think later we find out it's what eight years I think Hannibal sure. says he. I, I think Hannibal later says that he's been locked away for eight years or something like that. A long time with no view. Yeah. Um, she's warned by him by Crawford to follow all the guidelines yeah. around don't, Lecter. Do don't not give personal information. Yeah. Don't give any personal personal information. Um, don't take anything from Lecter. Yeah. And anything you give him, make sure it's given through the like little tray into his cell. Mm. Yes, <laughs> which has broken a lot of times in the yes. movie. Oh, and don't touch the glass, and don't even approach the glass, mm. um, which is almost which immediately is also broken. broken. <laughs> immediately broken. I think. Yeah, I think it's the first one that gets broken. Yes. Yeah, approaching the glass. Yeah, and which is interesting. We'll get to that later. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, jump on that as soon as you got. Oh, mm. and Crawford even says like. The, the reason all these things are in place is because the last thing you want is Hannibal Lecter in your head. Yes. So that immediately tells you, oh, he's intelligent as well. Mm. Hannibal the cannibal is an intelligent so killer. He's a doctor. Yes, <laughs> Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. What is he? He's a psychologist? <laughs> yes. Mm. Professional psychologist. Well, before. <laughs> yeah. Before he got caught, anyway. Still has his qualifications. Yeah. <laughs> People go in every now and again, two, two meters away from the the glass on a on a layaway couch or whatever they're called. Yeah. Oh, Doctor Lecter, I think. <laughs> Please take a seat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what he does to Clarice. Exactly. Oh my god. Yeah. So we okay, cut. Let's get to that soon. Yeah. We'll, we'll fast track this bit. So we cut to the forensic hospital. Clarice mm. talks with the manager or the head doctor, Doctor Chilton. Yes. I hate this guy. I hate him. So I hate him so fucking much yes i um, get that we're on the same page because i cannot stand him and no like, from the introduction i did not like him you're just like you're a dick aren't you yeah <laughs> uh-huh. i know this actor from other movies as well and i'm pretty sure he plays an asshole in all of them i see so Which... he has a he has a trope he has a <laughs> he's he been um, type. typecast i yeah. see i see <laughs> which probably means in real life He's a teddy bear. Mm. Because it's always that way. People who play the villains are always, like, the nicest people. So you're saying that Hannibal Lecter's actor is the nicest Anthony man. Anthony Hopkins. I bet he is. I bet he's a he's lovely in real life. A real sweetheart. A real sweetheart. <laughs> he just plays psychopaths so well. Yeah. Um, Chilton immediately hits on Clarice. Which is disgusting. He's so slimy yeah. about it as well. Exactly. He's like, oh, how long are you in town? All you need is a, a, a nice guy to show you around. Yeah. And she's like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I need to write my report so I can leave. Wasn't it out of all of the trainees I've seen, none were so beautiful? Or yes. Something like that. It's oh. just like, come on, man. He, think, he thinks he's so smooth he as well. He thinks he's the shit. <laughs> and he's just like, like dude, no. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> Uh, Chilton mentions that Lecter doesn't usually cooperate, mm. especially with him. So we get the idea that uh, Lecter doesn't like Chilton. I, I wonder why. I, <laughs> I can't I wonder imagine why. I mean, we do learn kind of soon that you know Lecter doesn't like rude. He, yeah. he detests rudeness. Yes, you have to be polite. Yes, you must be polite and courteous. Mm. And uh, yeah, he mentions that Clarice is definitely Lecter's type. 
is what he says. Which is, uh, yeah, lovely. Mm. But at the same time, yeah, there's... I never felt like Clarice was in danger from no. Lecter. I, I, I felt like he was playing with her. Yeah. I never felt like he was going to any moment rip her throat out or anything yeah. like that. It was kind of a respectful but playful interaction kind of thing. Absolutely. Lecter was just having a bit of fun. Once he figured out what she is yeah um, like who sh- what she is as a person who yes. she is as a person mm. it turns into more of a respectful yeah um interaction between them he likes to play his games but he'll respect you for he'll, yeah. he'll respect you for it it's like you're here to analyze me you want my help but i'm gonna make you think for yourself and work with it because yeah. you know you are the trainee. He's using psycho. We'll get to that in a second when when he does his like. Mm. I'll, I'll tell you why I'll help you or whatever like that. Yes. yes. Um, she's told. She's again told not to approach or touch the cell glass by mm-hmm. Barney. Mm. Love Barney, the the orderly for for that wing. Mm. Yeah, um, the warden. Also, do not accept anything from from him, and only use the food slider to pass anything back and forth. Yeah. Everything's reiterated. So it's like, please, <laughs> whatever you do. Mm. don't do this shit the the director also wanted to come with her you know that's right yeah Chilton wanted to come with her yeah escort her to like talk to Hannibal <laughs> and she poli- she's politely like you've just told me that Hannibal hates you yeah maybe no. I'll go in on my own yeah <laughs> Clarice has shown a picture of what happened to the last time Lecter was without restraints mm. uh, he was like he had some stomach pains or something like that yeah. went in for a CT scan or an MRI or whatever it's called and he attacked a nurse mm. um, he apparently broke her jaw at least because it had to be reset yes. and ate her tongue yes all without his pulse raising above an 85 mm. which if I, I don't know if you know that's resting rate yeah that's like I yes. sat down not doing anything that is that is, that is resting rate that is and relaxed that is frightening mm. that See, is it's the calm and collected yes. killer this that, is our this is our calm killer <laughs> yes it's not like you know get the adrenaline up it's yeah. not like he's not like I'm he, gonna act out of impulse he, d- he doesn't get a rush from this yeah. I think that's what's frightening he's just born to kill he just does it yeah Oh. He doesn't. He doesn't blink. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, no, oh, you were rude to me. Smash. <laughs> like yeah. that's it. Uh, they head to what feels like a basement. It feels like the underbelly of this mm. either psychiatric hospital or I assume it's a psychiatric yes. criminal hospital, right? Yes, for the criminally insane, insane. or whatever. Yeah, and this is this is the bowels of that. Yes. <laughs> Going back to the nurse thing, I wonder what yeah. the ACC pay up for that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Unexplained, like, occupational hazard, my tongue was eaten, you know. <laughs> and for Barney and stuff like that, I hope he's getting a decent paycheck. Yeah. You're dealing with some of the most dangerous and psychotic serial killers we have. I am His one minimum door, wage. <laughs> I am one, one door away from yeah. the criminal and also the insane. <laughs> yes, you I'm know. one door away from possibly maybe being eaten. Yes. Like, <laughs> I am the meal. I am the meal. Yes. I hope Barney gets I, paid well. I hope I hope they keep them fed. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Basically, yeah. Mm. Um Clarice asks yeah, us to go alone as Lecter clearly hates Chilton. This is yes. when we get the little interaction where he's just like, I should escort you. And he he has a go at her for wasting his time as well. Yeah. And then she she mentioned she's very good at like smooth talking her way out of it she de-escalates and like 
you know, brushes off kind of thing. Yeah, like, at the same you, time. But no. Yeah, because what did she say? Something like he's like, well, you could have you could have told me you wanted to go in alone, so I didn't have to waste my time like escorting you down here. No, and she's the just pleasure like, of your company. Yeah, exactly. Then I would have had the pleasure of your company, and it mm. satiates his you know arrogance. Yes. While also getting rid of him. It, it, it um, I guess doesn't hurt his ego. Yes. Kind of thing. But also gets rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. It's She's like, huh, she enjoys my company. Yeah. You know. I'll leave you to it then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we see the staff room just before entering the cell block, and it's fully stocked with a lot of guns. Mm. There are a lot of guns in there. We also meet Barney the orderly, who reiter- reiterates not to go anywhere near the glass, and Clarice enters the cell block. Mm. Barney says, don't worry, you'll be fine. I'll watch from the cameras. And I like Barney. Yeah. What a supportive guy. <laughs> He's so nice. I would um, feel safe with Barney there. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel way safer with Barney than with Chilton. Yes. Um, so Clarice walks the block. Um, cellmates sort of, most of them just sort of gawk at her. Mm. Until you get one guy just... Migs. Mm, Migs. Yeah, you get Migs, Migs just before Lecter's cell block, who just kind of hisses, I can smell your cunt. Yeah. Lovely. Yes. <laughs> What a what a grand the joy, impression. The choice of being a woman, right? Mm. <laughs> um, and finally, she comes face to face with Hannibal Lecter. Mm. And I just put, even the way he's just standing there, yeah, is frightening. It's it's so like rigid it's and ominous. He's standing there, arms by his side, staring, just following her as yes. she comes into frame. And yeah, and we we get this beautiful shot where it's it's almost like the camera is Clarice and yeah. And Lecter's, like, staring at us and watching us slowly come to the center of his cell or his cage, I guess. Is it good evening? Or yes. Something like that. Something very like formal. It's very formal, very polite. Yeah. Yes, good evening. It's got the manners. Yeah. <laughs> He'd make a very good Dracula. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's got that sort of thing going from him. She politely asks if she can talk with him. And I think this is where there are the mm. importance of her politeness is really like yeah. starting to come into effect because yeah. of how much Lecter hates rudeness. Right. Uh, he asks for her credentials. Yes. And I love this because yeah. she pulls it out and he's just like, closer, closer please. please. Yeah. And she takes like a step and he's like, closer. Mm. <laughs> I, I feel that um, establishes kind of the power dynamic straight from the get go. You're 100% correct. Mm. Yes. Because yeah. she's FBI, yeah. But he makes her come closer. Yeah, he's he's still standing, and then when when she comes closer the second time, he walks forward. Yes, still staring, you know, and dead eyed as yeah. well. It's that weird stare that's like you could tell it's thinking, but you can tell it's not feeling. Mm. And he's not staring at the credentials yet. He's staring at Clarice. Yes. And then he glances at the credentials. Yes. And then that's all he needs. Because he's a psychologist, he's analyzing her first. Exactly. And then checks the credentials and goes, hmm, you're not a real FBI agent yet. You're just training. I love that shot, though, because I'm like, oh. It's such an extreme close-up on his eyes. And that little flick where you can see it it drop down, you're like, oh, he wasn't looking at the credentials. That was the chilling part. That's the part that was that like, little, oh. That tiny little flick of the eyes. Yes. And you, yeah. oh, it does so much for you. It sends shivers. Oh, yeah. yes. such a Such a great shot. Shots it. The way that it was set. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Very Absolutely good. beautiful. And yeah, she's already broken the first rule. She got closer to the glass. And is showing more personal information as well. Yes. Not giving 
have personal information. But she will soon. Yes. Um. <laughs> and then he's like, please take a seat. And then the power dynamic continues because he, he's telling her what to do. Yes, he asserts his authority over her. Yeah. It's like a psychiatrist talking to a patient. Yes. That's the way he treats almost everyone. Mm. It's just like, you know, you'll not inconvenience me. Yeah, like, yeah. everything's on my terms. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what to do. Closer, please, Clarice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but and then know, please. It's... Take a seat. It's so it's so well written, the character. Yes. You know. It's a so, so amazing. Yeah, and th- like that piercing gaze. Mm. Because there's a moment of silence when Clarice like sits down where he just stares at her. Yeah. And you can just tell that he's trying to figure out as much of her as mm. he can before she starts talking. Yeah, you're one of... Yeah. Whatever. Are you one of Crawford's men? Are you one of Chilton's men? Are you something else? Are you polite? Are you Mm. rude? He's trying to figure out how we should... He's profiling her. Yeah, he's profiling her before they interact. Mm. So he knows what, you know, what avenue to take. You know, am I going to threaten you? Am I going to emotionally break you down? Do I want to know more about you? He's dissecting her, you know, for the best way to... uh, you know, get inside of her head. To get inside like, of her head. Like, how can I make this work for me? Yeah, exactly. And it's that psychopathic tendency again, mm. you know, what can you do for me? Yes. You don't matter. What's it doing for me? Mm. Although by the end of the movie, I do feel like he has some... He, I wouldn't say fond, affection. Fond of. Or is it just respect. mutual... Yes. Yes. Is it just respect, not fondness? But we'll talk about it at the end of yes. the movie, I think, once we've tackled everything. Anyway, yeah. Clarice sits. He asks her what Higgs, the man uh, in the cell next door. Migs. Uh, what, Migs with an M. It's oh, is multiple, it Migs? Multiple Migs. Multiple Migs, that's it's right. split personality disorder, Something like that, Something yeah. Something like that. That's why it's multiple um, Migs. He asks, um, you know, what did Migs say? Mm. And she tells him. Mm. And oh, it, oh, this is so gross as yeah, well because like, he. I can't smell. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, what did what did Mick say to you? And she says, um, you know, he said he could smell my cunt, and he goes, that's funny, I can't. And then he puts his nose up to the, like the little hole at the top of his cell and takes a big whiff. You're wearing. Yeah, yeah and he yeah. can tell immediately what type of skin cream she yeah. uses and what perfume she sometimes wears, yeah. but not today. Not today. Oh, it's. It really does build this incredible intellect. Yeah. This is a smart man. Yeah. This is an incredibly dangerous, but incredibly intelligent man. Mm. She comments on his drawings. Yes. And my God, I wish I could fucking draw like that. He's drawn like cathedrals and stuff like that Mm. in pencil. All from memory. All from memory. This, this man probably hasn't seen the outside world for like years. Probably eight, eight plus years now. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, he's drawn them all from memory because that's all he has. Mm. Um, she asks him to fill out a questionnaire and he says, no, 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 we were doing so well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because of her, uh, I think it's because of her lazy segue. Yeah. She d- she gives like a, a half-hearted segue into, well, now can you fill out this, yes. this questionnaire? And he goes, no, 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 no. Uh, a very like trainee kind of thing not a lot of experience yes kind of thing I mean he's not belittling her he's, he's like, try he, again yeah he's like expressing his disappointment <laughs> he's like that's not how you do it yeah it's just like oh you could have done that so much better Clarice try yes. harder come on um, Hannibal reveals that he already knows about Buffalo Bill because mm. he kind of guesses that that's why she's here mm. 
Um, he asks why she thinks the killer skins their prey. Mm. And she says, it, it's a trophy, as most killers do. And Hannibal immediately goes, well, I didn't. Mm. And she immediately turns around and goes, no, you ate yours. Mm. <laughs> and I think that this is the reason he respects her so much, is because she can... She has... She has the retort yeah. that's good enough for him. She has the he's tenacity. Just, yeah, she has the tenacity and just the wit as well. Like, Because he's like, oh, you know, I'm so much better than serial killers. You know, yeah. I didn't keep trophies. And she's yeah. like, no, you did, but you ate them. And he goes, huh, true. <laughs> so it's that moment of like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> I did, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I did. And oh, it was yeah, delicious. <laughs> if you haven't seen that Hannibal TV show, it's all about before he gets caught. Oh, really? There's three seasons. I see. Fantastic. It's all about Hannibal as a psychologist mm. before he gets caught by the police. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, he accepts her questionnaire, because, I think because of her retort to this. Yes. When she says, you know, you ate yours. And she goes, all right, let me have a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he respect fl- is built. Yeah, yeah, respect is built. He flicks through the pages very quickly and he says, I love this. Oh, you think you can dissect me with this blunt little tool? You're so ambitious, aren't you? With your with your good bag and your cheap shoes, you look like a rube to me, <laughs> is what he says. So he's... He's yeah. still thinking about the character. Yeah, he's he's looked at her and gone, you've got a you've got an expensive bag, but you've got cheap shoes. Mm. And you're a trainee FBI agent. Yeah. I think I know yeah. why you're here. He's profiled and found a way to use words to get to her already. Yes. And it's been in the span of five minutes. Five minutes. It's profiled. Fascinating. Effective cut into her character because it was correct, wasn't it? Yes. Because he does a full dissection of her life. Yes. Or at least an, a guess at it. Yeah. Um, he says... Those country boys. Yes, something. yes, because he, he says, you know, that accent that you're trying to hide, you know, mm. you're from the country, you know, all those country boys. He says that it's very clever, but... Um, mm. Oh, that's right, he's teasing her. Yeah, sweaty fumbling in the backseat of the car. Yeah, yeah, kind of and you wanted to get away. So this is your chance to get away. This is something new, something to make, you know, mm. make yourself something. Yes. And then, you know, ugh, and then she turns around and immediately says... That's very clever, Dr. Lecter. What would happen if you pointed that intellect at yourself? Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, damn. <laughs> She's got guts and I love it. Yes. Um, he says that a man tried to uh, tried to question him once. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice chianti. <laughs> <laughs> That's the famous line. That's the line that probably everyone who knows about Hannibal knows that line. Mm. So, yeah, he's... I don't feel like this is a warning. I feel like he's testing her. Yeah. He's saying what he can get away with. Yeah. And like, like I'm going to make myself threatening to mm. see if you still come at me, mm. to see how strong you are. Yeah. Uh, he tells her to fly back to school now because he basically refuses to answer the questionnaire. Mm. And Cl- Clarice leaves. And as she does so, Miggs flings his cum at her. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's fucking gnarly. I know. He's having a wank in the cell next door, and as she walks past, he flings the cum at her. Mm. Um, the and cell- then laughs maniacally. Laughs maniacally. And the rest of the cellmates sort of um, get basically a ruckus going, and they're yeah. all yelling at each other. Most of them are yelling at Migs, yeah. calling him a 
fucking idiot. Like, you don't know what you've done. Yeah. Like, they, they know he's messed up. I think that's why like, this cell block is so quiet. They're because all afraid of Hannibal. <laughs> they're just afraid of Hannibal. They're like, don't say anything. You don't want Hannibal in your head. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at this, um, Hannibal calls her back immediately yes. and apologizes. Yeah. He apologizes for the discourtesy afforded her in his presence. Yeah. Is, is I think what he says. Yeah. I'm so sorry for this discourtesy. And then he starts yelling at Migs as yeah. well. He starts yelling it's, at Migs. Migs, you ugly. I forgot what the word was, but ugly something. Troglodyte. Something <laughs> was, like that. It's a big word. It's a very, very belittling, like mm. very proper word. Though. Yes. But as payment for this injustice of politeness, mm. uh, he tells her to look into herself and search out an old patient's an old patient of his named Miss Moffat. Mm. And so, cool, we've got a lead. Yes. We've got a clue. Uh, while walking back to her car, yeah. she has like, yeah. yeah, that was the that was the point where, you know, he decided to stop playing with her. He decided, you know. I will help you with this case yes. kind of thing. I think it's because between their interaction, they never yelled at each other. No, it was always very... It was polite. cordial and polite, but they they were happy to riff with each other. Yes. And then Miggs ruined that yeah. with this disgusting act. Yeah. So he has to make it up to her. Yeah. He's like, I'm so sorry. Here you go. Here's a breadcrumb to follow. Mm. And I, I feel... That's interesting. You yeah. Know, that, he's trying, quite... We're trying to psychoanalyze Hannibal Lecter. Yes. <laughs> and it's it's difficult. Yes. <laughs> but this has definitely had an impact on Clarice, especially with um, the way that um, Lecter sort of belittled her or talked about her father and things like that. Mm. Because as she's walking back to a car, she remembers her dad, who was uh, a policeman or a sheriff or something mm. like that in the small town where she lived. And she... She just has... She cries. She breaks down as she's walking to her car. Mm, she and, breaks down in the car, yes. Yeah, because Lecter is so good at, at hitting the sore spots. Yeah, he was bang on. Absolutely bang on and so quick with it as well mm. that it caught her off guard and she wouldn't let him see her like that. Mm. So the second she's walking to her car is when she breaks down. Mm. Back at the FBI training, Clarice keeps on training. Um, we, we get like a montage of her doing some physical exercises and stuff like that. Um, she fails the hostage situation mm. because she fails to check the corners of the room when she entered, mm. which comes into play later. Mm. I love the roundness of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Forget to, um, forget to check the corners when entering an unknown area. Mm -hmm. In her free time, she researches Lecter. Mm. She learns about his acclaim, like he was a really well-renowned, well-respected psychologist. Yes. And then we flick over to the next newspaper and it's like, Hannibal convicted for eating blah, 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 or whatever like that. <laughs> and he was like, oh. <laughs> uh, she's then interrupted by a phone call from Crawford. Mm -hmm. um, we learn that Miggs is dead. Mm. Uh, apparently Lecter had been whispering to him all day and they they found him... Yeah. Like the next morning or something like that, yeah. he'd swallowed his own tongue. He'd, mm. he'd killed himself, basically. Yes. And Clarice blames herself, and Crawford asks uh, for any progress on whatever Miss Moffat was. Mm. Love that as well. Like, the dis you showed her disrespect in my house. Yeah. The ultimate woman respecter. 
<laughs> I'm gonna make this man swallow his own tongue on his own accord. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not like Lecter. Ag- Lecter could do nothing physical. Yeah. So I, I, I'm curious. Just by whispering mm. through the through his cell door to Megs, drove a man insane. He got him to kill himself. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ. Mm. Like I'm curious to know what he said. Yeah, completely. <laughs> that would be- but I think not knowing yeah. is far more it's, fascinating and scary. Yeah, it's like, Jesus Christ, what, yeah, what, what, what did he say? <laughs> and the, the note of all day. Yeah. He whispered to him all day, like it was a relentless attack. Yeah. Love it. Um, apparently Hannibal destroyed most of, uh, most of their case files before being captured. Mm. So trying to find whoever Miss Moffat was is quite difficult. Right. Um, but she figures out that what he told her was a riddle, you know, to look inside yourself to find Miss Moffat. Yes. Um, the look at yourself is actually the name of the yourself is the name of a storage unit. Yes. That Hannibal um, that Hannibal rents a or oh, sorry, Miss Moffat rents a yes unit for or somebody rents a unit. Somebody for. rents a unit. Yeah. It was like was it an anagram because he, Hannibal. Does do the puzzles. He kind loves of thing. his like riddles and yeah. um, anagrams and stuff like that. And it, it's a, another, think, you know, I can't think of the think of the right word, but it's another credit uh, credit to his intellect kind of thing because mm. he comes out with these anagrams and these riddles on the fly kind of thing. Yes, like he spits them out so yeah. eloquently that they they sound like real information. Exactly when it's actually a puzzle. Like they're not they're not premeditated as well because like how can you do that? Mm. How can you no. think of this very specific case? And yeah. you know, like it's not rehearsed. No, kind absolutely of thing. It's not. On the fly, and that is impressive. He's, yeah, it's, yeah. Anyway, yeah, the storage unit. (laughs) The storage unit is rented by someone we're we're not really sure. They do give a name. It's not Miss Moffat. It's not Hannibal. I can't remember what it was. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. I didn't write it down because I didn't think it was important. Clarice checks on this storage unit. Apparently, it's been prepaid for Mm. 10 years. Yes. Um, And she uses a car jack to get the door open. I love this. Mm. This little interaction is very funny. It's, again, her one-upping the the strong men around her or whatever like that. I would get my driver to help, but he detests physical labor. That's right. And she's just like, okay. I'll do it myself. And and he's like, like, oh, why don't we come back tomorrow and I'll bring my son. And she's like, no, you wait here. And she comes back with a car jack and just car jacks the door open. Mm. Awesome. Love it. Using the brain. She can't get it all the way up because it catches on something, so she has to, like, yeah. shimmy <laughs> shimmy under it, mm. where she cuts her leg as well. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, she crawls inside. She finds what looks like an old car. I think it might be even be a hearse. A hearse, yeah. Is it a hearse? I, it's, it's either a hearse or a cab. Something it's a like black that. car. It's, it's a black old car. Old black car. Yeah. And inside... Um, there's some like some papers and stuff like that and mm-hmm. then she sees a suspicious looking cloth over something mm. she pulls that off and it's the head of a man in like a formaldehyde jar yes and the man is wearing like makeup and fake eyelashes and stuff like that but yeah it's just a head yes uh, lovely <laughs> just a head just a head just a head that's how you get a head in the game <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is our titular Miss Moffat yes Rip Miss Moffat. <laughs> Rip Miss Moffat. Uh, back with Lecter, mm. she's figured out that his um, mm. message was an anagram. Wait, who was the one who killed Miss Moffat? Was it Hannibal or was it Bill? Bill. Bill. Yeah, we learned that um, mm. about three quarters through, so, I think. So it must have been, was it Bill's storage locker? Then? No. It was Miss Moffat's it was, storage locker. It was Hannibal's. Hannibal's. 
Hannibal yeah. Storage Locker. He, we'll get to that in a bit because I do have a note for okay. when that's when they announce that. Okay. So we'll we'll talk about that when we get to it. Right. Back with Lecter, she's figured out that his message was an anagram, and Lecter was the one who was actually renting the storage unit. So you're mm. right; it was an anagram. The name that the storage unit was so under. They connected. Yeah was like an anagram for Hannibal Lecter or something like that. Yes. Um, he passes her, he politely passes her a towel through the the food tray thing. Mm-hmm. And we break our second rule, don't take anything from Hannibal. Yeah. <laughs> but it's because she's wet from the rain. Mm-hmm. And he can also, it's, can some, can he smell her blood or does he see it? Probably smell it, honestly. I think he can smell what <laughs> perfume she wears sometimes. This and I he's got a powerful can... fucking nose. Um, you got a sniffer on. <laughs> So weird, but yet the the cell is like completely blacked out at the moment, and there's a there's a TV set in front of um, Hannibal's mm. Hannibal's cell, which is just playing gospel. Yes, just playing um, church stuff, punishing Hannibal. Yes, he says, yeah, no, this is my punishment for for what for what happened to Mix. Yes. When you leave, they'll turn this right up. Yes, so interesting that that's his punishment as well. Um, <laughs> Buff- uh, Lecter asks to see Buffalo Bill's case files. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man in the jar was one was once one of his patients, but he reassures her that he didn't kill him. Mm-hmm. Lecter found him dead. Oh, so I think I'm not sure if is it now or is it a little bit later that we found that Miss Moffat and Buffalo Bill dated. I think it was um, a little bit later, right? Potentially later, yeah. But uh, yeah, the, that that's that's the links we've got here. Miss Moffat is a transvestite who was dating Bill. Mm. Bill eventually killed him, and then Lecter found the body and kept it mm. for reasons. Because <laughs> Lecter finds that kind of stuff fascinating, I guess. It was like, oh, cool! I'll add it to my collection. Yeah. <laughs> I have a jar for this. <laughs> but he eats people. Why didn't he just? Maybe it's because of the head. It wasn't fresh. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't fresh. It, it wasn't alive. It wasn't a fresh fresh catch. Mm, yeah, catch w- of the day. wasn't alive. That's what. <laughs> um, Lecter says that he only he only met Miss Moffat once mm. um, because the man's problems were mundane. Yes. Not interesting enough. Yeah, not interesting enough. Then he asks um, <laughs> how she felt when she saw his head, mm. when, she, when she found the body. Yeah. And Lecter delves deeper into her relationship with Crawford. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, again, he's just poking her. Mm. You know, do, do, you think, uh, do you think he fantasizes about fucking you? <laughs> is, is one of the things he says. Because mm. he's trying to, I don't know, is he trying to provoke her? Uh, is he trying to toying? I think. Toying with definitely her. toying, Ma- making her question her own validity in this. Because, uh, like, am I here because I'm good at my job, or am I here because Crawford thinks I'm hot? Craw- is that what he's trying to mm, poke at? Kind of thing. She, he's trying to make her like doubt herself. Kind of thing. Mm. You know, he's testing like how far can I push it. You know. Yeah, again, he's, he's testing. He's just got the needle in there and he's, you know, he's digging. He's, <laughs> he's trying to make her, like, emote yeah. so he can figure out more about her, maybe. Maybe. Something like that. Um, Clarice notices that all the pictures around his cell are gone. Mm. All the drawings that he did. Again, punishment for, for what happened to Miggs. Yeah. Uh, Lecter mentions that he's been locked away for eight years now. Mm. He'll exchange he'll exchange a psychological profile of Buffalo Bill in exchange for a transfer to somewhere with a view 
Yes. I'll, I'll help you catch him, Clarice, is what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, Lecter says he knows who the killer is. Yes. Again, he's only met him once. Um, it's pro- uh, possibly the same person who killed uh, Miss Moffat. Mm. All good. Oh, I love this. Yeah, I just, some of, most of my quotes that I've written down are all just Hannibal. Yes. <laughs> all good things to those who wait. How long can you wait? After all, Bill must already be looking for that next special lady. Yes. Yeah. And you just go, oh, yeah, we hadn't really thought about that yet. Bill's yeah. going to be gunning for a new one in, soon. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I know we're catching a serial killer, but, you know, can they just stop for a bit? Yeah, pause. <laughs> Time out, maybe. Time out, we're trying to figure shit out. Yeah. We now cut to a woman driving somewhere in Memphis. Mm. We see a man with night vision goggles who's watching her park. I love the extreme close-ups. You don't get a good look at them. Mm. It's just a look at their eyes yes. as they watch the car park. Yeah. Beautiful. Again, the framework in this movie, the cinematography. It only... Gorgeous. It only lets you see what it wants you to see. Yeah. Kind of thing. It gives you enough information, but you're, you're sat there going, I, I, I just want a little bit more. Yeah. Like, where is he? <laughs> yeah. Where is he? Like, where is he watching? What's he wearing? How big is he? How, yeah. t- how strong is he? Like... <laughs> Yeah. Um, as she gets out, she notices a man mm. uh, struggling to get a char a, a chair mm. into a van. Yeah. She hesitates for a second and then you know offers help. Yes. Like a good person. I like. Because the man's got a broken arm. Yeah. He's really struggling to get this single seater couch into his van. Mm-hmm. The man, yeah, he's got a broken arm. He maneuvers it so she has to get into the van. Yes. So clever. Yeah. Because he, you know, he grabs one end, she grabs the other. Oh, you know, the angles aren't working. I'll tell you what, you step into the van and then I'll just push mm. it back. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah. Very, very clever. I, I, as, soon as, as soon as she went into the van, as soon as he put a yeah, pick up into the van, I'm just like... As an yeah. audience, because nah. literally the last thing we heard in the last scene is, surely he'll be looking for that next special lady. Yeah. Then we cut to a lady climbing into a van. Yes. And you're like, oh, no, no. Um, uh-oh. <laughs> You know, as she crossed the threshold, she's gone. Yeah, basically, as nah. soon as she put her foot in that van, I was like, oh, well, she's gone. Yeah. That's that's it. I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, yep, he gets inside the van and beats her unconscious. And she asks, asks a question first. What are you, like a size 14 or something That's right, like yeah. That? Yeah, Bill asks, what size? Are you size 14? And she's like, what? Yeah. And then you could just hear a thumping as he knocks her unconscious. Yeah. And, and then he checks the tag and he's like, ah, che- oh, I was correct. Yeah, he checks the label of her clothes. Yeah. She's a size 14. Yeah. Did he, you know, he knows. Yeah. That means potentially he's been watching her for quite a while as well. Mm. Kind of thing. Because you can't really tell that. I would, I would think How from would, just like looking at the car. Yes. You know? But given the information we learn later, it kind of makes sense that he can judge mm. just by looking. Mm. What were you... What were your thoughts when this question popped up? Are you a size 14? Was, were you just like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, that's oddly specific. Yeah, you're like, that's a very specific thing to ask. That's like, you know, very odd from a a stranger you've just met. Are you a size 14? Can you help me with this couch? Are you a size 14? (laughs) It's like red flags everywhere. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah, don't don't do this. Don't do it. Um, Bill cuts the back of the woman's shirt open mm. and checks the skin and fucking orgasms over it. He's oh. Not literally. Yeah. I mean, I know what movie we're dealing with. He doesn't literally not orgasm. Mixed. 
It's not Megs. Not Megs. He he literally like re- uh, runs a hand over yeah. her back and he's like, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, he checks the skin of her back before discarding the shirt out the window and driving off. This poor, poor woman. Yeah. Back at the FBI Institute. Just leaving clues. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, what, the 90s? Yeah, yeah. How far into... DNA. We're not into DNA testing no. yet, are we? I'm not sure when that came into proper no, effect. But like, you know, he chucked it out the window. They know where she was kidnapped. Where she was kidnapped from? Yeah. I guess yes. Yeah, surveillance cameras and stuff like that. They could have checked. Probably. Seen. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Feel, I feel sad for the cat. <laughs> <laughs> the cat at the window is like, yeah, my owner's home, and then never comes in. Yeah, like, yeah. I know that woman's being kidnapped, but what about her cat? Yeah. <laughs> What about a cat? Is the cat being fed? <laughs> That's your worry. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of the same in most movies. You know, I'm like, kill as many people as you like, but leave that fucking dog alone. Yeah. The, the killer could have at least put some food down. Yeah. <laughs> Last thing we see is Bill putting some kibble down yeah. before driving the van away. Go. I got Good. nothing against you. I got nothing against you. <laughs> Live <either>. your life. <laughs> um, at the FBI Institute, Clarice is called out of training again. Mm. It's surprised she gets any work done. Yes. Uh, Crawford has asked her... Um, oh, sorry, no. Crawford asks for her because they found another one of Buffalo Bill's victims. Mm. They found another body. The one that was tied down. The one that was weighted down, was it? No, because he's already had five victims so far. Ah, yes. So this is number five or... This is, no, this will be number six. This will be body six. Yeah, but yes, the I think so. the third one found was the first one killed, which right. we, le- we learn a little bit later. Mm. Um, Bill kidnaps them and then keeps them for a couple of days. We yes. don't know why. Um, we do know that uh, there's no sexual abuse. There's mm. no no rape or anything like that. It's nothing sexual. Mm. And all the skinning is done post-mortem, so it's not a torture thing either. Yeah. So... Really, you're just trying to deduce, like, why? what's the motive we've got here? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is our killer trying to achieve? Why does he like the skin? <laughs> yeah. You know, like... Why size 14? Why like, keep them alive for so long? Yeah, why kind keep, of thing. keep them for three days, then kill them, then skin them? Like, yeah. there's a routine, and you're trying to figure out why this routine. Mm. Um, all the go- all We learn all the victims have been dropped off in different uh, different rivers mm-hmm. the water washing away basically most of the evidence yes um, Clarice gives her thoughts because um, he Crawford's like you know what 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 do you deduce about our killer just with the information you've got here mm-hmm. and she says it's probably a white male he's got to be a homeowner or it, he at least ha- has private property somewhere yeah. because he needs privacy it's, he's not moving around to different apartments different hotels to do this kind yeah, of thing yeah he's situated somewhere and that's where this is happening mm. um, he's somewhere in his 30s to 40s because he's self-controlled he's strong non-impulsive and he's learning with each kill yeah, he's each getting kill better. he's getting better he's getting better um we also learn that Crawford is considering uh, Lecter's offer. Right. You know, yes. you know, uh, if, if Lecter helps, then they'll get him a cell with a view. Yep, yep. Um, at the funeral home, they meet with Sheriff, and the cops all stare at Clarice judgingly during yes. this scene. There's another, there's another, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. Not oh, respecting her A woman in, field. in my space? <laughs> yeah. And um, Crawford even kind of plays into this yeah. with the sheriff as well he's just like you know I need the details and the sheriff won't give them and he's yeah. like you know well maybe if we talk in private you know there is a woman here she can't handle the details yeah. 
And yeah, Crawford and, yeah. and the sheriff go to the other room. Mm. She looks at a wake in progress and remembers the death of her own father. Yes. She remembers walking to his casket as a little girl. Mm. It's very sad. Yes. Um, but Does then she kind of just enter the room. Does she? Or no, does she no, stand it's, at it's, the door? it's all in her head. Yeah. She stands at the door because when we cut back, she's still yeah. at that door. Yeah. So I think it's just in her head. She's imagining walking down and then imagining what it was like when she had to say goodbye yeah, to her that, father. That scene was a little bit confusing. I'm like, why is she approaching me? I'm like, stop. I'm like, do you know the person in the casket? Yeah, that's weird. Don't do that. You got the victim's mother just looking over like, who the fuck is this lady? Yeah. <laughs> But um, there eventually mm. Clarice is called into the morgue. Yes. And doing uh, the post mortem. Doing the post mortem. And I love that she takes charge in this room mm. because there's like 40 cops in this room. Yeah. As well as, you know, Crawford's trying to talk to someone at the FBI office. Yeah. But there's too much noise. And she's yep. just like, hey, everyone, listen, thanks for your help. Um, the, the family's very, very grateful, but get the fuck out. Yeah. In, uh, in the most polite way. Yeah. And they're all like, who are you? It kind of gives the atmosphere like, who are you to tell us yeah. this kind of thing? You feel like there's almost like a sideways glance to Crawford to yeah. confirm. Yeah. Uh, but they, they Which, all do vacate eventually, yeah. apart from the mortician, Clarice mm. and Crawford. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's basically so they can actually get a look at the body without these 40 cop- cops around. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, they all smear like, I think it's Vaseline or something under their noses. Something strong. Yeah, it's so you don't oh. smell the the rotting Deep, corpse. Yeah, the rotting corpse that's yeah. probably been in the water for a couple of days. It's just least. marinating a little oh. bit. You know? <laughs> lovely, lovely mm. swamp water. Mm. <laughs> I love my corpses yeah. with a little bit of swamp water. Yes. Um, Clarice makes notes on her dictaphone. Mm-hmm. She makes notes that this woman's probably non-local. Tape recorder. Yeah. yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Now <laughs> <laughs> <Not> this phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't have cell phones in this age. It's great. Leave the voice memos. That's pretty cool. <laughs> So retro. Yeah. <laughs> but well. she deduces that um, the woman's probably non-local mm. because they're in a... Where the body was found is like a country town. Yes. And, and the woman... Piercing since we've got nails. Yeah, piercing and like glitter nails mm. doesn't really fit with the local atmosphere and something. Yes. So, so she's non-local. Um, there's grit under her nails as if she's trying to claw out of something. Yes. As well. Um, she takes that a lot comes into play later oh yes oh boy <laughs> what, a mo- what a great moment that is though. Yeah. Oh. Uh, she takes a look at the photographs that the mortician's taking as he's taking them because yes. he's got a Polaroid camera yes and she sees one of the victim's mouth and just says there's something in her throat yes because the palate well, the the tongue is like pressed up isn't it or like the something like that or there's like yeah. a bulge yeah or something like that so the, the the mortician's like, oh, it's probably like a fish or something like that, or leaves because, yeah. and he's probably right most of the time because mm. that shit probably just swims down there. Mm-hmm. But in her throat, they find a cocoon. Yes, how, uh, how interesting! And it's shoved so far down that it had to be deliberate. Yes, this didn't fall into her mouth or anything like that because a cocoon underwater as well. <laughs> I mean, it's potentially like if it was cocooned itself near the river and then True. fell in, I maybe. But, but very unlikely. Very, it's very it's unlikely. Very but it was so far down and like wedged mm. in there that they're like, oh, this was deliberate. Yeah, someone did this on purpose. They flip the corpse over to see. 
skin removed from it, from the back. It's in the triangles, right? Yeah, yeah. The two diamonds. Two diamonds from either side of, like, just below the sho- shoulder blades, I yes. think it's that shoulder sort of blades to, like, hips. Something like that, yeah. They say it's... Very di- interesting. Yes. They say it's different to the last one. Mm. In the car, Clarice says Crawford's actions matter. She's talking about when yes. he, like sort of belittled her to get the sheriff to spill information. Yeah. And he's just like, well, you know, I it's not that I think that, but that's what the sheriff thinks, and that's how I got the information. And she's yeah. like, you should lead by example. Yes. I feel like that is a very good, you know... It's a very good interaction. Very good interaction. Because he, he accepts it. He's like, oh, okay. Fair enough. Absolutely. And that's good. I, I feel like that was a that was a quite cool moment in the movie. Yeah. You know. the, the people who show Clarice yeah. respect really do respect her opinion. Yeah. And that's really interesting. Yeah. People, you know, look at look at the superiors how to act and then the superiors are supposed to set an example and then yeah. other people will follow. Exactly. And, you know, she I guess she's just sick of, you know, the trope. Yeah, of being looked down at yeah. for, for being a woman in the FBI. Mm. When yeah, when she's doing her job and, you know, she's been specifically called on for this job. Yes. So she's clearly talented. Yeah. At the museum, she heads to a museum now. She meets with a couple of bug experts. <laughs> bug nerds. <laughs> bug bug nerds. nerds. One of them hits on her as well. But it's less slimy and creepy yeah, than, it's than more, Chilton. It's more casual. It's more it's more fun flirty. Yeah, flirty. And, you know, Clarice, you know, casually shrugs it off, but in a f- fun, jokey way. Yeah. Because isn't it like, like oh, you, are you flirting with me, Doctor? Whatever yeah. his name was, and he's yeah. just like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's a bit more wholesome. Yeah, yeah. Because he's not being forceful. He's yeah. just like, hey, do you want to get a cup of cup of coffee sometime? Yeah. He's not in a position of power as well. Yeah, exactly. It's I think that's important that way. Because with Chilton, it's just like, oh, you're in my hospital. I own you while you're here. Yeah. And there's none of that you, feeling. You report here. to me. Yeah. You know. And that's not a thing here. Yeah, exactly. Which it's is more of right. like a level playing field. Yeah. Kind of thing. But the bug experts managed to um, manage to identify what the cocoon is. Mm. It's from a death's head moth. Death's head moth. It's an Asian moth, mm. not found in the US, which mm. means it had to be... Imported. It had to be imported and has to be kept with a breeder. Mm. Like, they need specific temperatures and stuff like that. Yes, someone who knows this. So, yeah, somebody... What did they say? Somebody cared for this moth. Yes. Which means we have a... We get, we're slowly getting more information, which is great. Yes. Really, really good. Okay, so we immediately cut to a room filled with these moths. Mm. It's a great transition as well, saying like, you know, these moths were cared for, and then immediately cutting to a room filled with them. Mm. And they're all sort of loose and just sort of flying around. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we pan out, we hear a woman calling for help. Mm. And we see what looks like an operating room as well. Like, yes. it almost looks like a morgue table. Yes. Uh, it's, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you're just like oh no. oh no oh no this doesn't look nice <laughs> mm-hmm. um, then we we pan over to a fashion studio where Bill sits naked stitching mm-hmm. so did you catch on the, of, for what he was making or yeah mm. were you just like hmm skin eh yeah. <laughs> what an interesting material <laughs> yes um Bill is probably using their skin for something. We just don't know what yet. You'd be surprised. It's great. Hooray. Mm. Uh, We follow Bill's dog, Precious, Mm. um, as it follows the woman's calls to what looks like an old abandoned well or something like that. I'm pretty sure it's a well. Mm -hmm. Looks like a well. Mm. And then we cut back to the FBI Institute now. The news shows 
the missing woman. Mm. We learn that her name is Catherine, mm. and she's Senator daughter. Yes, she's Senator Ruth's daughter. Yes, so she's quite an important woman. I wonder what if that's why he took her, kind of thing. Because he was, I, I don't think so. I, probably coincidence, but like, um, he was, he must have been like after this person, kind of thing. I think he was just after any woman that was the right size, mm. and it just happened that she yeah. was the senator's daughter. Because that's such a just a weird coincidence, coincidence, eh? It is. Yeah. But it, it makes for some interesting power play a little mm. bit later. Yes. But we do get um, Catherine's mother, Ruth, uh, making pleas for her daughter's life. Yeah. Very interesting that, like, they keep saying her name. Yes. Humanizing her. Yeah. Humanizing her as much as possible to try and make it harder for Bill to kill her. Yeah. By saying, like, you know, Catherine's this really funny... Catherine's really kind. Catherine would forgive you, you know, humanizing it as much as possible, which yeah. is really interesting because, yeah, Bill is our, um, he's not psychopathic. He do, he's mentally disturbed. He's mentally disturbed. <laughs> yes. But he doesn't have, he, he doesn't have psychopathic tendencies. He's not, um, he cares. Yeah. He, he loves his dog. Yeah. What was he he empathizes. 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 Yeah. He empathizes. As opposed to Lecter, who doesn't. Yeah. So we, we've got that really interesting two sides of the coin yeah. there. We've the appeal. Got... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please. Um, so Clarice heads back to Lecter's prison. Um, she big dicks Chilton on the way in. Fucking love this. Mm. Chilton's like, you're in my hospital. And she's like, why don't you call the FBI office and whine to them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's just had enough of his shit now. Fair and enough. just sort of bulldozes through him. I think one interaction would be enough. <laughs> yeah, I think I think one polite no is enough. And yeah. after that, you're just like, no, fuck off. Yeah. Let me do what I need to do. Yeah, basically, she literally says, let me get on with my job or call the FBI, FBI office to complain. Yeah, fantastic. Love that. The dismiss. <laughs> yes. Lecter is given a deal. If Catherine is found alive in time mm. with his help, mm-hmm. then he'll be transferred to a new prison with a view, mm. given access to books. Yes. And was it like one one week a year or something like that? He goes to an island. He goes to a little island under SWAT supervision, but can like swim in the ocean for an hour a day, walk along the beach and stuff like that. Yep. So it gives it gives him more of a life, yep. I guess. Rather than confined to the cell. Yes, kind of the, the glass box that he lives in at the moment with mm. no windows. Yes. Uh, she gives him the case files and he agrees, but also quid pro quo, Clarice. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> quid pro quo, I tell you I tell you things and you tell me things. Not about this case, though. I want to know about you. Yes. He wants to know about Clarice. She's piqued his interest. Yes. Um, Clarice agrees. And he asks for her worst memory. Mm. And she explains about her father. Yes. Um, he got, he tried to stop a bank robbery or something like that and got mm. shot. Yes. And he immediately goes, was it a quick death, Clarice? Or, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. He's, again, he, the, he's so quick with his questions as well. Mm. It's like, I don't know, it, it feels like he's a junkie for this information. Like, mm. he's like, next, 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 more, 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 more. I, I feel like he's, kind of guiding the conversation down the path and he's already got the questions lined up because it feels so natural like it, it does you know if your father died how did he die did he die quick did he die slow no because she said he already knew that the dad was dead mm. and he said well how did he die mm. and she said well he got shot mm. ah 
did he die quickly or slowly mm. after being shot? So it's yeah, it's so interesting. Mm. Um, we learned that Clarice's mother was already dead, yeah. so she was ten years old and completely alone. Mm-hmm. Lecter asks if Catherine is a large girl. So this is the quid pro quo. Mm. He's got something from her. Mm. Now he'll uh, he'll figure something out about Bill mm. for them. Um, asks if Catherine is a large girl. Mm-hmm. Um, Clarice mentions an object left in the, the victim's throat, and Lecter immediately goes, "Was it a butterfly, Clarice?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just like, "Why is he so good at this?" Yeah. <laughs> he knows. Um, yes, and he says the same butterfly was found in in Miss Moffat's head mm. after they took it out of the storage unit and examined it, ah. they found the same moth's head inside Miss uh, Moffat's throat. Mm. The calling card. Then. Yes, the calling card, our serial killer's um, profile, I guess. Yes. Um, she found in, yeah, in Lecter's storage unit. Mm-hmm. He says it's it's a sign of change. It's mm. a metaphor. Our, our Bill wants to change himself. Yes. Clarice mentions that... Um, yeah, because it's sort of hinted that, oh, Bill's might be, like, uh, transvestite or transgender or something mm. like that. And um, Clarice immediately goes, but transvestites are, you know, typically passive. You know, they try and avoid the spotlight. They don't want to be in it. Mm. And Lecter teases her for being so close to the answer. Yes. Uh, he turns away and asks what I, what happened after her father died. <laughs> I love this because she's yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. But he's like, ah, <laughs> what happened after your father died? Yes. Not so fast. Um, yeah, basically, it's like, I need something back now. Yes. Clarice stayed with an aunt and uncle, though only shortly. It was mm. only like three months or something like that. I thought it was only a few weeks, wasn't it? Was it only a few weeks? Oh, yeah, might on the ranch, right? Yeah, on the ranch. Yeah, yeah I might, you know, might, might be right. It was yeah. only a couple of weeks. Yeah, and then she ran away. She ran away. Yeah. And that's all we that's all we learned for the minute. Mm. Lecter says, um, Billy isn't transvestite, but thinks he is. Yes, he hates himself. Yeah, he says that Bill has likely applied for sex realign- uh, realignment surgery. Reassignment? At all- is it? Reassignment. <laughs> yes. Realignment. Why don't I put realignment? <laughs> <laughs> sexual reassignment uh, surgery at probably all medical facilities in the country that do offer it. Yeah. Um, but has likely been rejected for all of them. Because he's not mentally sound. <laughs> yes. That is that probably is the, the correct answer. Yes. Um, and also because he's not actually transgender. Mm. He just thinks he is. He hates his identity. He hates himself so much that he wants to be as different from himself as he can make him. Hmm. Um, Bill wasn't born a criminal, uh, but most likely made one through abuse. Yeah. So much so that he hates his own identity and longs to change it. Yes. Thus, Bill thinks they're trans, but they're actually... Uh, their, their pathology goes much deeper than that. Mm. Then They're not trans. They're just very, very damaged. Yes. <laughs> Um, it's an yeah, identity this, issue. Yeah, this is whole. this is not. I'm in the wrong body. Yeah, this is a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, luckily, thank God, our villain is not a transgender. Yes, because that is an awful trope that happened for quite a while. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, it was actually a transvestite that no. was the killer and stuff like that. Mm. So luckily, this doesn't fall into that because it's it's not, but it has the veneer of it. Yes. 
it subverts expectation. It, maybe. it subverts it, but probably wasn't great for the movement at the time. Right, yes. Because uh, people who don't understand transgender rights and, and stuff like yeah. that would go, oh, you know, you know, like Buffalo Bill, that trans <laughs> that transgender killer. And you're like, no. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he wasn't transgender. He's just fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> we now cut to Bill looking down the hole. Love the low angle shot, looking at him from like the bottom of the well. I love that. It rubs the lotion on its skin, <laughs> or else it gets the hose again. Yes! The first one, because he starts so calmly, is like, yeah. it puts the lotion on the skin, it does it, it does this whenever it's told. Yeah. <laughs> and then Catherine begs for help, yeah, begs no, to be let go. Please don't. Um, I don't want to. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a senator's daughter. We'll pay any ransom yeah. you want. Yeah. It rubs the lotion on the skin, or else it gets the hose again. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. It's so <laughs> weird. Yeah. It throws you for a loop. It's stroking the dog as well. Yeah, stroking Precious, who's like this. I'm not sure what breed it is, but it's like a poofy dog with like the the Cross, thick curly hair. Crusty white dog. That's yeah, what... it's like a poodle or something like that, but smaller. Yeah, it's like a prim proper dog. It's a princess. It's yeah. precious, you know. Mm. <laughs> Catherine puts the lotion in the basket. Uh, we we learn that Bill does love his dog, mm. so we've got that. Yes, uh, yes. He lowers. Yeah, he lowers the basket down to where she puts the lotion on, puts it in the basket. Mm. Um, as the as the basket's coming up, it has the light in it, and then it uh, illuminates. Before that, before that though, I love that he. You can see in his face he feels for her. Mm. Because that's why he starts yelling at her to just put on the fucking lotion. Yeah. It's because he's mad at the fact that he feels for her. Mm. She's screaming and begging, and you can see in his eyes he's, yeah. like, welling up. Mm. He's, he's upset with the hurt he's causing. Yes. And this is where we get our, our empathetic killer. Yes. <laughs> so it's really, really interesting to see that after having all these conversations with Lecter, who rips people's throats out and everything like that, with his, his heart rate barely going above resting. Yes. <laughs> to changing that and then yeah absolutely as the basket is brought up do you want to <laughs> yeah as the as the basket is brought up it illuminates the side of the well and it has these fingernails and all of these bloody streaks from yes. when the previous victim that was um brought up uh you know, and they did the autopsy on, and it was missing fingernails and stuff. You can but see... it's from where she tried to climb out of the well. Yes. And that is... But we just... know that as an audience. Yes. She doesn't know that. She... She's like, I'm not the first one. Yeah, she you know? just screams bloody murder. Yeah. No but one's getting out of this. Did she... you see one of the fingernails was the glittery yeah, yellow? Yeah, the glittery yellow one. And you're the just previous like, one. oh, shit. Shit. It just, I don't know, it just added this whole nother level yeah. to it. The fact that it, it was a very specifically glittery nail. Yes, you and know you, who was you're the like, one. like, I know who that belongs to. Yes. <laughs> um, and the scene ends with fucking Bill mimicking her screaming yeah. at her. <sighs> and I was just like, oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> This is psychotic. It's yeah. fucking... Oh, it's so interesting to look at. <laughs> mm. Chilton sits and taunts Lecter, mm -hmm. who is currently strapped into, like, an upright gurney mm. kind of thing. Yes. He's in a straitjacket. He has, like, a metal face plate yes. that, like, smushes his nose in. Yes, because in the previous interaction, he had tapped the cell and um, was listening to information that Clarice and... Um, 
Hannibal were talking about. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, did you see that? I didn't. You no. didn't see that. Does That's... he, like, pull it out from under the bunk or something like that? No. Um, so, in the previous interaction with Clarice and um, Hannibal, mm. uh, how, like, she was promising the deal, had got the information kind of thing. Yes. Um, the, you know, the, the warden or whatever was listening in on an airpiece. So he could hear all of the information. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. And um, he's like, you know, she was lying. There's no deal. I called the senator, you know. Yeah, he, like, he, he calls bullshit on his... He's like, yeah, yeah I, I talk to people. That's not a real yeah. deal, Hannibal. Yeah. You're mine. Yeah. Again, that, he's very possessive. Yeah. You know. It's like, you're not escaping. You're being played. Yeah. Kind of thing. Trying to get into Hannibal's head. And the entire time, Hannibal is just staring at Chilton's pen yes. on the bed. <laughs> I'm so curious of how he got this. So pen. am I. Because yeah. he just, you know, use the Because he's, he's in a straitjacket tied to a gurney, an yeah. upright gurney. How did he get it? How did he, how did he get this pen? How did he get it? I don't know. I don't know. How did he get it into his mouth? <laughs> it's fascinating. But yeah, he just spends the entire time staring at Chilton's pen. Mm. Um, I've, I've, <laughs> that scene is so funny just the way his face looks with his nose just like squished yeah against it and he's just like and you he, know staring like not looking at the the guy who's interrogating him oh yeah Chilton because he doesn't respect him yeah just like the whole time Chilton's <laughs> talking and he's just like white noise yeah it's like no I'm not listening to you I don't care yeah <laughs> Uh, Chilton tries to get some more information from Hannibal. I can't mm. remember what this was about. I think it's more information on on what the FBI wanted, or more information about Bill. It might be more information about Bill. Mm. And we learn um, Bill's first name is Louis. Is what he says. Louis Lichter. Louis Louis something. He'll tell the rest when he gets transferred. He oh, says. I see. Yeah. No. Crawford then receives a phone call, and we learn that the the deal he made through Clarice was fake. So Chilton was right. It was a ruse. Mm. There is no deal. Yes. We see that we then get to see Lecter being transferred. It's like, it's like the dollies that we've got at, yeah. at work where you just stack like 10 boxes on and then you can just wheel them around. Yeah. Lecter is on one of those. Yes. <laughs> because they're just like, we can't trust him to walk on his own without killing someone. Yeah. <laughs> There's one of the cases there. Yeah, so I've got a pop by Hannibal Lecter strapped to this gurney. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for reference. For reference. For See my pop vinyl. Yes. <laughs> but I, I feel that's funny. A good it, Halloween costume, though. It's good. And he's, he's now got the classic muzzle as well. Yes. He's, he doesn't have the metal cage over his mouth now. He's got the, the sort of plastic one, which is his, like, classic yes. look, yes. I guess. <laughs> mm. cool. um, Do you reckon it's custom made? <laughs> <laughs> probably. They're just like, listen, we're transferring Lecter. We need something to make sure he doesn't bite. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chilton goes to sign the papers, but can't find his pen. Yeah. And I was like, oh... <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> I know, right? Mm. Um, Lecter is then wheeled over to meet Senator Ruth, a.k.a. Uh, Catherine's mum. Yes. She shows him the papers that she's willing to sign mm -hmm. that basically will be a transfer to a nicer mm. nicer suite, I guess. Um, and Lecter says he hates having his time wasted again. So he basically just doesn't believe her, I think. Yes. He gives her the full name of Bill, um, which is... Benjamin? Oh, sorry. He gives her the full name of who Bill, who, who he thinks Bill is. Louis something. I yes. can't remember what it was. And we, we, this is where we learn that Benjamin, who was Miss Moffat, yes. and uh, Louis were lovers at some point. Yes. 
he mocks her and she orders him straight away to be it's something to do with like um breastfeeding or something like that yeah he's it's like, like your nipples harder like something like something that something like that, that. become tougher yeah it's know. like did you breastfeed Catherine yeah. and she's like she thinks it's important so she's like yeah 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 makes your nipples hard doesn't mm-hmm. it senator <laughs> yeah <laughs> And it was oh, something like that. It was very It's strange. crude. I've never heard Hannibal say like rude things into that moment. Really. Mm, but I think it's because they were rude to him first. Yeah. He doesn't respect them. Yeah, he's he yeah. He's polite until you're not. Mm. And that's when he'll kill you. I mean, I'm sure if he wasn't strapped to that gurney he would have killed her. Mm. Or at least Chilton. For sure. <laughs> Um, so she storms away angrily and, um, he calls her back. He's like, oh, Senator, one more thing. Love the suit. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, fuck you. (laughs) It's so good. He's so good at Mm. fucking with people. Um, so fun. We we cut to Chilton taking credit from the press about uh, the inevitable capture of Buffalo Bill. Yes. Uh, Clarice arrives to see Lecter in his temporary holdings before Mm. he's transferred again. And in an elevator, we can see that she's making notes of the name that Lecter gave, Louis whatever it is. Yeah, the anagram. The anagram, yeah. And it's, she's basically just trying to figure out if it's an anagram or if it's fake or if it is real, like is, is Louis the actual name and... And while she's in the elevator, the cop turns to her and asks, is it true? Is he a vampire? (laughs) (laughs) And she just turns around and she says, they don't have a name for what he is. Mm. (laughs) Again, awesome. Mm. Love this. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Yeah. Clarice approaches Lecter's cell. It's much nicer now. It's actually got bars rather than glass. I I think... um... I think that interaction is pretty cool as well because he was introduced as well. She introduced him as Hannibal the Cannibal when you know she mm. got on the case kind of thing. Yeah. So she's kind of like oh, when she whispered it in the office. Yeah. When she was like Hannibal. When she Cannibal. whispered it in the office, but now that she's kind of like building a relationship. Yeah. Between between them, you know, she kind of gives him the more respect because yes. she sees him as kind of more than just a cannibal he's not just a cannibal he's not just a killer he's not just a psychologist yeah. she doesn't know what he is yeah <laughs> like exactly he's not a vampire he's not a cannibal he yeah. he's all these things but none of them yeah he's a very interesting man <laughs> yes but he's, yeah. he's complicated yeah <laughs> I love I, I love the callback. I feel like oh, for the, sure. the improved. Well, I, you can I see missed, the character. Growth. Yeah, I missed that as a callback. But you're completely right. Yeah, when she doesn't. She, yeah, because her first interaction is calling him Hannibal the Cannibal, yeah. and now she doesn't know what she it doesn't is. know. Yeah, the man has layers. Brilliant, <laughs> like an onion. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the best quote. <laughs> yes, we should be doing Shrek, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we see we see Lecter's new cell now. It's much nicer. He's got like a desk. Yep. He's got books. He can draw. He's got like a little partition so he can poop in peace without being stared at. Or just stand, <laughs> or stand <laughs> vacantly, <laughs> like you see in the shot of yeah. him just standing. <laughs> Which is what he does. That's what he did the first time he met Clarice as well. Is yeah. just stand analyzing. He's analyzing. He's. Um, he thinks on his feet. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that his cell almost looks like a psychiatrist's office. Yes, a setup with like the the desk and the chair and everything like that. It it's done in the same sort of 
uh, tone that you'd expect to see a psychiatrist's yes. office looking like. Yes. Very cool. Yes. Um, Clarice has brought his drawings back for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's sour about what Crawford did, but respects her for the play, basically. Mm. He's upset with it, but he respects her for having the gall to do it. Yeah. Good um, on you for tricking me. Yes. Kind of thing. Oh, we learned what the anagram for, for Louis, whatever the last name was. Mm. It's an anagram for Fool's Gold. Mm. AKA, not a real lead. Yeah. <laughs> so, he just really likes fucking with people. Mm. Um, and I like, mean, he got, he got, he got uh, you know, a bit of sell out of it. Yeah. And know? he's getting entertainment. Yeah. He's getting to talk to people, which is probably something that's been prohibited for a long time. Exactly. But um, I love this when, when she, you know, accosts him for using an anagram and giving them a false lead. He just turns around. And he's like, you need to get more fun in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Just having a little bit of a giggle. Yeah, basically. I'm, ju- I'm just joshing with you. Yeah. <laughs> Lecter tells her everything she needs to know is in the case file. Yes. Which he still has at this point. Yes. What need does Bill have is mm. the question he poses her. Like, what what need he covets? We all covet. What do we covet? We covet what we see. Mm. And that's the sort of riddle he leaves with her. But he won't give her more, because yeah. quid pro quo. Yes. She needs to give him something now. Clarice, reluctantly, because she's like, look, we're running out of time. <laughs> she's been gone for, what, two days now? Yeah. Like, he'll kill her by this time tomorrow. Yes. Um, so Clarice reluctantly tells him that she ran away yeah. from from the ranch when mm. she was 10. Why, Clarice? And it, Yeah, exactly. Why, Clarice? Why did you run away? Yes. And she said she woke one night to the sound of screaming. Yes. So she went outside and in the barn. And I love the tightening shots between these two as well. Because mm. going Clarice Hannibal. And every time we cut back, mm. the shot is a little bit tighter on their eyes. Mm. A little bit tighter on their face as she's telling this story. And you can see that, like, Hannibal's getting more and more engrossed in what she's saying. Mm. Um... She said uh, she saw screaming lambs. They were slaughtering the spring lambs. Lovely. <laughs> she uh, tried to free them. I love th- this entire story is fascinating to listen to. Because mm. she says, you know, I opened the gate, but they wouldn't run. Yes. They just stood there confused. So I just picked, I picked one up and I, I ran with it. Yeah, but it was so heavy. But it was so heavy and I was so little. I only made it like three miles mm. before they, uh, before the, the sheriff picked me up. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's really, tragic. really interesting. It's tragic. Yes. The sheriff picked her up and she mm. was sent to an orphanage. Her uncle was so mad at her yes. that, um, she got sent to an orphanage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm. what happened to the lamb? <laughs> it was slaughtered. Yes. With all the rest. Yes. She still dreams of those screaming lambs. Will it stop the screaming of the lambs? Yes. Will, will saving Catherine stop the yeah. screaming of the lambs, Clarice? Yes. So it's a metaphor. And he's yes. like, he's, oh, it's so good. Why is it written so yeah. well? Because it's literally, it's literally like it's you became an together. FBI agent because of this trauma. Yeah. And Hannibal Lecter's beeline straight for your trauma yes. to understand you. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's literally like mm. if you save this, la- if you save Catherine, is it like saving that lamb? Like you didn't fail? Are you just trying to stop the lambs from screaming? Mm. Love it. It's it very good. <laughs> it's, it's, every scene between Clarice and Lecter, I was 
oh, I was so ecstatic with how deserving. well it's written and well it's shot. Mm. and oh. Deserving of the Oscar. <laughs> for sure, yeah. Um, Anthony Hopkins got an Oscar for this. Yeah. So did um, so did Clarice, didn't she? Oh, really? I'm pretty sure she did for, for leading actress. Hell yeah. <laughs> deserves fuck, fuck, yeah, it's well deserved. <laughs> They're interrupted though. They're, they're interrupted in their conversation by wonderful Chilton. Yes, um, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go away, you slimy little man. Yeah. Um, Lecter almost has a tear in his eye mm. after having that conversation with Clarice, mm. or it looks like it anyway. Um, Clarice is escorted out, but Lecter quickly calls her back to grab the case files. Yes, another taking from Lecter. Yeah, and um, another thing you shouldn't take from Lecter. Yes, you're going to need these, Clarice. Yes, and she runs over and takes them. And then there's the close-up shot of the fingers touching. Yes, he like strokes her finger or something like that, and it's a tiny little nod of affection or yes. respect or something like I, that i reckon affection maybe probably affection like they're on a personal level mm. kind of now yeah for sure right. because he respects her for opening up to him yes definitely she's she's afraid but she's not af- well she's afraid but she's not afraid to open up with that trauma that mm. kind of thing and like stand toe to toe kind of with this master criminal yes. kind of thing. She's willing to sacrifice herself or at least her mental self mm. to save Catherine. Yes. And I think that's what Lecter really respects. Yes. Yeah. Um, in Lecter's cage now, so after Clarice has left, we see drawings of Clarice, mm. which I thought was very interesting as well. It's almost becoming like an obsession for him. Yeah. Um, the guards approach with food. Um, we see Lecter is behind... It's lamb chops. Lamb chops. Lamb raw. chops. Yes, specifically lamb chops. Yes. And the fact that this is a second dinner. Yes. He ordered a second dinner of raw lamb chops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Yes. <laughs> Again, it's little just things. Just for like, Clarice. Yeah, just, just for, for Clarice. Clarice. Um, at, the, at the moment, though, he sat on the toilet behind, like, a little screen, a little parting, mm-hmm. and he produces a piece of Chilton's pen from his mouth. Yes. Uh, he's handcuffed to the yes. to the corner of the cell, just like last time, Hannibal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like last time, Hannibal. So he, they handcuff him to the corner of the cell mm-hmm. as the guard unlocks the door. Lecter picks the lock of the handcuffs, mm. and yes, he, he stalls for time. He stalls for time because they go to put it on the desk, and he's like, "Mind the drawings, please." Yes. So they have to clear the desk to put the food on. Mm. I love though, and it gets both of them into the cell. It does, yeah, because mm. they have to help each other. What I love as well, the little nod, is the fact that there's a Bon Appetit magazine on his desk as well. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice that. <laughs> there is a Bon Appetit um, magazine on Lecter's desk with mm. all those drawings. Yeah, that's a bit That's a bit a, cheeky. A nod to his, um, you know, sophisticated taste, but cannibalistic nature. Mm. <laughs> as, mm. as the guard bends down to pick up the food again... Um, Lecter handcuffs him to the cell. Yes. Uh, before leaping at the other one, biting at his face. Yes. And, like, the, the level of violence you suddenly see him jump to, mm. I found so jarring, but I in know. the best possible way. It was the first time we've seen him move quickly, really. Yes, because it's always been, like, intellectual, slow, yeah. taking your time, figuring it out. It's kind of deceiving. Yes. Yes. He leaps at that second guard, though. Yes. And takes a chunk out of his face. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, <laughs> yep, sure. 
That's um, a change of pace. He then bashes his head into the cell door, not supposedly knocking him out, or at least flooring him. Mm. He then takes the baton that the that the guard dropped and beats the handcuffed guard to death. Yes. Brutally so. Like that shot, that sort of upward angle of yeah. Lecter as he swings the baton back and forth, and you just see the bud blood splattering up his pure white mm. um like uh uniform yes his prison uniform mm. and he does it after he's finished his uh, you know his clubbing or whatever you know he just kind of goes into this like trance you know trance just like waving his hands with the music that's listening right. to the music we and forgot then- to mention the music because there's classical music playing mm. from the beginning of this scene it cuts out while he beats that guard to death mm. it's like he can't hear it yes and then he finishes and you're right and then he just stands there like mm-hmm. swaying to the music yeah uh, and then directing the orchestra yeah. almost and then he realized the other guard is trying to get away. <laughs> yes, the other guard is like, crawling away. <laughs> so not finished. Yeah, he very calmly picks up a knife from the floor. Yeah, uh, I think it's like a pen knife it's or something like knife. that that yeah. he flicks open, and he's just like, <laughs> he just walks over, and he's just like, "I'm coming." Yeah. <laughs> it's, Doesn't he call the guard by a name? I I'm pretty sure he does. It's just like, like one, chilling. one moment, please. Yes. And then he starts walking after him. Yeah. Just walking as well. Just walking as well, which you know. is far more terrifying. <laughs> because he knows the victim can't get away. Yeah. So he's like, why run? Yeah. <laughs> I have all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we now see the police force that's downstairs because um, Lecter's cell is like on the third floor or fifth floor or something like that. I think it's fifth. I know it's third. It's in the middle. No, it's, I'm pretty is sure it's, it's fifth because then the elevator goes down to the third. Right. Oh, yeah, true. So I think he's on the fifth floor. He's on the top floor of this building anyway. Right. And on the ground floor, there's basically an entire platoon of cops mm. <laughs> to make sure he doesn't get out. Shots fired from the fifth floor. Yeah, they hear shots fired from the fifth floor. Mm. Um... Then they see the elevator coming down. Mm. So they all ready themselves, ready to shoot into the elevator as soon as it opens. But it stops on the third floor. Mm. So they call in a squat squat team and quarantine the block. Mm. Um, The police head into the building. The elevator is empty. Mm -hmm. So they head to the cell. They find one guard gutted and hung from a banner Mm. on the outside of the cage. So... Brutal. Almost crucified, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's hands out, right? Yeah, crucified. And gutted, like Mm. his intestines are falling out. It's very visceral. It's very interesting Mm -hmm. that he did this. Uh, The other guard lays dead on the floor, his face completely unrecognizable, bloody to to a pulp, basically. It's been cut up. Yeah, it's been... Cut up with the knife. Probably eaten a bit. A little bit. Uh, and Lecter is missing. Yes. The police realize that the bloodied guard is still alive. They can hear like a... <laughs> breathing. A raspy, breathing. A raspy breathing. breathing. And they're like, for God's sake, Jenkins, talk to him. Make sure he doesn't die. <laughs> what do I do? What do I say? <laughs> he's like... Something. Talk to him. Yeah, he's still the same person. He's just dying. He's like, sup? <laughs> hey, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> I think the first line he says is, you're looking real great. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Smooth, eh? I know, right? Uh, backup continues to arrive at the building. This is full, like, SWAT teams now. Yes. And the bloody guard is loaded onto a gurney. Mm. And, and whisked away. To- whisked away into, into the elevator mm-hmm. while the building is searched. Yes. While in the elevator, 
they realize blood is dripping down onto the gurney. Yes. And they see, like, a little blood pool on the ceiling. Yes. <laughs> and they're kind of like, oh, he's on, he's on the elevator. They have to keep it hush. They, yeah. like, motion as the doors open to all of the other guards. Yeah, the main on one, the-, the main one, like, presses the stop on the elevator so it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And then he just lets the others know, like, I think he's on top of the elevator. Yeah. So they tell them to go, like, go up to third or whatever, or up to second, mm. open the elevator shaft and look down. Yeah. Yeah. So the police open that elevator sh- shaft and they look down to see Lecter. Yeah. Face down on top of the elevator well, in his prison skivvies. Lecter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you think it was? <laughs> no. 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 I mean, I, I'm... <laughs> There's like a tiny bit of you that's like, really? Is this is this how it ends? But at the same time... I, I I didn't think he would leave anyone alive. Oh, really? With the two guards, I was like, "He's he's planning something." He left the other guard. Did you did you get the twist before we get to it, or not? I think I saw it coming. You saw it coming a thing. bit. He had to escape somehow. Yeah, kind of thing. Like definitely when the guards who opened up the elevator shaft, they're like, "Oh, shoot him once in the leg." Yeah, you know, they shoot him. He no doesn't response. move at all. That's no. It solidified the. You're like that's not him. Yeah, that's not him. Yeah, <laughs> no way <laughs> do they kill him that quick. Mm. Uh, they open the hatch through the elevator mm. uh, on the ground floor, and the body flops through. Mm. Meanwhile, in the ambulance, the bloody guard sits up and peels off the face. Yes. To reveal its Hannibal Lecter, so he'd he'd removed the face yeah. from that guard, changed clothes with him. It's mm. so clever. Yes. Because then he, he threw the guard's body with his clothes down the elevator shaft, mm-hmm. laid down, fired a couple of shots, and pretended to be the injured guard. Yes. It's genius. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> psychopathic, but fucking genius. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He preyed on people's, you know, we need to empathy. help this man. He preyed on their empathy. Yeah, we need to help this man. Get him out of here as soon as possible. Yeah, and then there's no a killer in this asked. building. Get this man out. Yeah. And he's like, Maha, it was me. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> You know, um, it's a very similar thing, well, very similar thing than what happens in the movie, like Leon the Professional. Have you seen oh, that yeah, one? Yeah. I've seen Leon the Professional, yeah. yeah. How he dresses up in the SWAT teams, you know. Oh, yeah. Own gear, and then gets taken out of the building, kind mm. of thing. Yeah, it's like that. It's exactly the same thing. He made an escape just by changing costumes. Yeah, exactly. Very elaborately in his case, because he stole the man's face, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He carved a man's face, man's face off. I don't think Leon went there. No, not quite. But like, you know, (laughs) it's, it's, it's great. Props to him. (laughs) And it's really fucking creepy when the, when the, the, the doctor inside the ambulance is Mm. like on the radio Mm. saying what the vitals are and everything like that. And you just see the man sit up, peel his face off and then Lecter like glares at the doctor and he's like, oh, you are fucked. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, my man, you're yeah. screwed. Resting heart rate, 80 beats per minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Still at 80 While beats. he slowly fillets you. Mm. We now cut to the FBI Institute. Clarice learns Lecter has escaped. But she doesn't think that he'll come after her. He, yeah. They're best friends. I love this. She turns around and she says, no, Lecter would consider that rude. Yeah. <laughs> so she knows that she's safe because it would be rude. Yep. Exactly. And then we cut to Bill. Um, 
Bill, as he sews strips of skin together mm. on his sewing machine. Yes. Clarice and her friend check case files, mm-hmm. where Lecter has made a note on one of the maps, and it says, Clarice, doesn't this random scattering of sights seem desperately random? Like like the elaboration of a bad liar. Yes. What a great line as well. Like, just the way he writes as well. I'm just like, oh. It's provocative writing. For you sure. Have to think. It makes you think. And he's right. Like, sometimes random is so random that it's not random anymore. Mm. Because they're all kind of spread out in like a kind of circular pattern. Yeah. Sure. Like, so it's- they find where the body was found and the direction of the current mm. kind of thing as well. And they're all like out <laughs> yeah you know it's, it's it's very clever yeah but the fact that Lecter you know looked at the papers and just went hmm alright here's the breadcrumb yeah. off you go and even I, I 100% knew that Lecter was going to escape when he said goodbye to Clarice yeah when when she left there after be another time yeah after taking the case files and, and he very almost solemnly says goodbye Clarice yeah. and you're just like that's he's literally saying goodbye he won't be here next time mm. last time <laughs> yes but with um all of Lecter's clues and all of Lecter's riddles you know I kind of want to do an escape room designed by Lecter <laughs> <laughs> you know so all you have to do is eat this liver with some father beans <laughs> yeah but I feel like that would be interesting maybe he should rethink his career <laughs> He just becomes an escape room artist. Yeah. If you can't, if you can't get out, he eats you. Yeah. <laughs> he should partner up with the guy from Saw. <laughs> John Kramer so, and Hannibal Lecter work yeah. together on puzzles. Yes. Oh exactly. my god. The mastermind. That would be I'm, a fucking nightmare. Yeah. So the the traps, the rooms designed by the Saw guy, and then the clues designed by Hannibal Lecter. Oh my god! You know that would be pretty fun. This is a crossover movie I want. <laughs> Screw Freddy J- Freddy versus Jason. Give me Hannibal Lecter and and John Kramer. Yeah. I feel like that would go hard. <laughs> that would be insane. I would pay a, a, quite a bit of money to do one <laughs> just to have a go at this. Yeah. Um, so there's a pattern to the randomness, basically. Mm. And Clarice stands there and mutters, we cover what we see every day. Mm. Title card, we switch to Ohio now. Clarice drives um, a town close to the river's edge. Mm-hmm. She talks with the first girl who was killed, Frederica. Yes. Frederica. Uh, she talks with her father. Mm-hmm. We learn that Frederica went to Chicago for an interview and didn't come back. Mm. So that's when she disappeared. She was the third body found, first one killed. Yes, because she was the one waited down, wasn't she? Yeah, she was the only one who, who Bill tried to hide the body, body yes. for, essentially, because he waited there with some cement, and then she wasn't found till later. Yes. Yes, Frederica wanted to go to Chicago for an interview and didn't come back. Clarice checks um, the girl's room. Mm-hmm. She goes into Frederica's room. She finds a jewelry box and in the lid, there's some like saucy photos yes. that Frederica has taken. Yeah. And in the spare room, she finds sewing equipment. Mm-hmm. And when she sees the templates, she realizes what Bill is doing. Yes. Bill is making a skin suit or skin dress or... Something to that effect mm. is what you get because it's so clever the way they did this because they're they're the triangles that were cut out of the the most recent victim. Yes, and she exactly just sees the same place. She, yeah, she just sees the template and goes, "Oh, 
fuck, that's what it is. Yeah. It's very cool. It's uh-huh. very, very cool. It all makes sense now. <laughs> so she makes a call and says Bill will be a tailor, or at least very skilled at sewing. Mm. That's why he keeps them. He keeps them from, for three days to loosen the skin, mm-hmm. to make it easier to skin them. Yes. <laughs> so he doesn't, like, rip it or anything like that, yeah. because he needs... You know, doesn't want to damage the fabric. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. He doesn't want to damage the fabric. Yeah. Oh. Um, Damn, I need another one now. <laughs> this puts my plans, you know, yeah. so far behind. So wasted. Yes. Uh, Crawford says, it's okay. They've already found the killer. Mm. It's a man who's ordered the, the death's head moths yeah. and fit. Fi- Lecter's description he yes. said like it's a tall man he's blonde blue eyes something like that and it's very, like, uh, generic that's a very <laughs> generic description it was a generic as fuck description on purpose by Lecter yeah yeah but Crawford's like leaping on it going oh yeah 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 we found him yeah <laughs> well I suppose there wouldn't be that many people who like breed death's head moths so I suppose it's not. I mean, that narrows it down a lot it narrows it down but a the rest of the description is very broad it's very yeah very Catherine uses a bone from her food because she's being fed just not very much. Yes. Uh, ties it to a piece of string. Meanwhile, we keep cutting back and forth between Bill, who's like doing the makeup. Doing the makeup and is wearing the scalp of one of the victims. Oh, is he? Yes. I thought that was a wig. No. Oh. You can see the skin that's crud- oh. crudely cut around. <laughs> it's oh. crudely cut around. It's like a, it's, it is a wig, but mm. a real wig. Oh, you know, it's someone else's head. It's a 100% genuine hair wig. Yeah. <laughs> but at the moment, we're just getting close-ups, aren't we? Because we're, we're going back and forth and, like, we've got, mm. like, an extreme close-up on his lips as he yeah. does lipstick and his eyes as he does eyeshadow mm. and stuff like that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Catherine flings the bucket, yeah. her, her little bucket that's down the well with the bone tied to it, mm. and starts calling Precious, yes. Bill's dog. Come here, you dumb dog. <laughs> I know. At first she's like, Precious, come on, Precious. <laughs> Come on, you little piece of shit. (laughs) Precious follows Catherine's voice while Bill continues to prep himself, including jewellery now. Mm. We see his nipple ring, which always makes me cringe, especially because he tugs at it. Mm. He grabs hold of his nipple ring and, like, pulls at it. And I'm like, oh, don't do that, please. Yep, that's attached. (laughs) I was like, oh, it always, that sort of, uh, I mean, all. Power to you if you've got nipple rings and you enjoy them. My body's way too screamish for, like, nipple rings and stuff like that. The idea of it tugging on something and coming off, just, it haunts my dreams. Mm. So, watching a man pull at his nipple ring, no thank you. I'm I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) But he, like, puts on necklaces and stuff like that. I I found out that it isn't... It isn't actually that expensive to get one of those done. Are you thinking of getting it done? No, I'm not I mean, getting... power to you if you want to. I'm not I thinking just... of being it. But, <laughs> you know, I, I recently got my ears pierced and stuff. Uh. And it's only $50. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's, it's only $50. I'm thinking about getting an industrial on maybe this side. Oh, I see. They're, they're, yeah, they're like $50, 75 I think. Yeah, but... Industrial. But, yeah, they're I, not I too expensive. I don't understand the nipple thing. <laughs> no. That's just... It's not for me. I have just... quite sensitive nipples and, and no... <laughs> An area too tender. Yes, it's like people who get like their their genitals pierced, yeah. and I'm just like, I could never, Nuh-uh. absolutely not get that needle away from me. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. he continues to prep himself. Precious grabs hold of the bone, so we're like, yes, come on, yeah. you can do it, Catherine. And let's go because she yanks it, doesn't she? Yeah, she starts yanking at it, and we cut back to and Bill as he's like 
Would you fuck me? Yeah. He's talking to himself in the I mirror. So fuck Yeah, me. Catherine tugs at the string. I'd fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's like a pathological need to be needed. Like he's mm. not been loved or yeah. needed by anyone. He's hyping himself up. He's, Go yeah. Queen. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is I'm so sexy. Yeah. Good on you. You should have a great positive image, but maybe not when you're wearing someone else's skin. Someone else's skin. Hmm. <laughs> you know, put yourself in someone else's skin. How yeah. would they feel? And he's like, I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so beautiful. Oh, fuck me. Oh. Um, the bucket falls into the well. Her plan failed. Catherine's failed because the dog didn't fall in with it. Mm. Um, Bill records himself dancing. Mm-hmm. We've just got like uh, stomach up at the moment. Mm. Um, Precious approaches the well, the well of the wall of the well. Mm. And then we cut back to Bill as he yes. tucks his tucks his gentles between his legs and take pictures and takes pictures or videos himself yeah. um, dancing, basically imagining what he'd look like as a woman. Yes, I think is what's going on. Mm. And these shots as well, you can see that he has quite a bit of Nazi memorabilia. Around. I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. I noticed a, a, a swastika on like a, a, a poster sheet. or something like that. Yeah. It's one I noticed. Yeah. Is there a bed sheet there's as well? A bed, there's like a quilt or something full of like nuts. Well, swastikas. Mm. Interesting. Is, I guess another, I don't know. And being on the outskirts. his identity as well. So he's, maybe he mm. tried that avenue first. Or maybe that's part of his hate. Maybe. Like, because he is, or at least he thinks he's a transvestite or transgender. Mm. He's not, but he thinks he is. Yeah. So maybe he's even hurting himself. Yeah. Like he's got such deep, re- uh, deep rooted um, self hatred, probably from parental figures or whatever like that. Mm. That even now that he's free of them, he has to indulge hating himself. Yes. Maybe yeah. something like that. Probably, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting and very damaged. But it's it's cool environmental storytelling as well because yes. it's like not touched on at all. But it's no. still there. It's there for a reason. It's, it's there, there for you to, to build the atmosphere and then ponder it yourself. Exactly. Kind of thing. And it's it's beautiful. Yes. The set dressing, the dialogue, the script. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about that at the end. The basement is just so creepy as well. The basement's really creepy. It's so big. It's huge. There's like eight rooms in here. Yeah, like... And a well. And a well. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> just like... <laughs> I don't know. Is that a thing? I mean, it was... I mean, it probably was just built over. Probably. Oh, yeah, true. Probably. Yeah, but like, why is it so big? Like... We'll get to it later, but from when, that scene, it's just so never-ending. It's just yeah. elaborate. I guess, yeah, it's to... We'll talk about that when we get to yeah, it, yeah. when we get to Clarice down there. Um, in Chicago, Crawford arrives with his team. Mm. Um, meanwhile, Clarice talks with Frederica's friends. We learn she was a keen seamstress. Yes. Um, and friend gives Clarice the name of a woman that Frederica used to work for. Right. Oh. Um, in Illinois... Uh, Bill tends to his death's head moths. Mm-hmm. We see a swap, ty- swap team surrounding the house. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill hears Precious cry out, sort of a whimper, and he finds Catherine holding Precious hostage. Mm-hmm. Let me the fuck out or I'm going to kill your dog. Mm-hmm. Bargaining. Uh, yeah, bar- bargaining. <laughs> Who has the power now, bitch? <laughs> the man with the gun, I would say. <laughs> yes, this is one. true. A, you are still in the well. Yes. <laughs> Two, he has a gun. <laughs> you are currently in a in, in a hole. Yes. A very deep hole. Um, police continue to surround the house. Mm-hmm. Catherine asks for a phone. 
Yes. Is what she asks for. And he screams for her to let his dog go. Mm. Police approach the house as a flower delivery thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're going to fake it's a flower delivery and then bust into the house. I love this... The, the transitions it's all happening at the same time and it's all happening so yeah. fast the camera changes between the FBI Bill and then Clarice yes it's switching between all three of them and you've got three completely different paced scenes mm. all interwoven with each other because Clarice's is probably the least stressful yes and then next up you've got the police SWAT team which is very organised and you know it's uh, very preppy mm. and then you've got what's happening with Bill and Catherine, which is chaotic. Yes. <laughs> because he's screaming at her and everything like that. Um, Bill freaks out mm. and he goes to grab a... He grabs his gun from mm. the other room when suddenly the doorbell rings. And it sets off this alarm in his house. Yeah, it sounds like, like a... Um, proper school alarm. Yeah, like a school bell alarm or like um, an alarm you'd find in like a fire yeah. house or something like that. It reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah. So he's hooked it up to the main bell, so when he's in his dungeon basement thing, he can hear when somebody's at the door. Mm. Bill answers the door to find Clarice. Not the SWAT team. Not the SWAT team. Who have broken down the door because nobody answered their door. Yes. On the other side, meanwhile, police break into the house they that they've mm. surrounded to find Nobody. Fuck all. <laughs> There's a nothing there. A regular house. <laughs> An empty regular house. Yes. Like, it's not even occupied. Yes. Um, so, this really ratchets up the tension as well, because mm. you're like, oh, shit, she doesn't have backup. Yeah, Nobody she's, knows she's here. She's alone. She only told, the, you know, uh, I, I keep forgetting the, the guy. Uh, Crawford? Crawford, yes. Mm. Crawford. She told Crawford, I found the real guy, and Crawford was like, nah, we found them already. Yeah, but she continued to investigate yeah. just in case. Yeah. Or to, like... And then Crawford realizes, like, oh, yes. shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, because he turn, doesn't he turn in, he goes, Clarice. Yeah. And he, because he already knows, he's like, shit. Yeah, she's found the real one. Clarice says to Bill that, um, obviously she doesn't know it's Bill. Yeah. Um, Buffalo Bill. But she says that she's investigating Frederick's disappearance mm -hmm. and supposedly a woman that she used to work for mm. is supposed to live here. Yeah. And Bill invites Clarice inside while he finds a number for Lipton's son. Yes. The son of the woman. Yeah. Um, I bought this house off of her. Yeah, I bought I this house off of her. I might have her business card somewhere. Yeah. I, come, come inside. I'll see if I can find it for you. Yeah. And she, she yeah. Comes inside. <laughs> she comes inside and I was just like, oh, no. Please don't But we know. Up. We know she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> don't step into the strange man's house, please. Please, please don't. Um, we learned that um, Mrs. Lipton was also quite a large lady. Mm. And I said, so probably another victim. Mm. Probably. We see her later. We do see her later. Yes, yes we do. <laughs> she's just chilling out. <laughs> she's, she's having a bath. Yeah, having a bath. Um, inside the house, Clarice questions Bill, who calls himself Jack. I don't know if that's his real name. Probably is. How he came to take over Mrs. Lipton's house. Mm. Uh, she looks around to see spools of thread. And as she looks at it, a moth lands on it. A death's head moth. Yes. She she waits until Bill's back is turned and unclips her uh, unclips her gun but doesn't take it out. Mm. She un yeah unclips her guns and her ammunition. Yeah yeah because she's got what a six shooter six shooter and she's got an extra barrel right yeah, yeah. an extra what do you call it a clip clip an extra clip of um, ammunition. Yeah, I love that she keeps it hidden though. Mm. She's not trying to start anything. Yeah, 
Um, we see that the tension in this is very good, though, because Bill's looking through filing cabinets for that number. Mm. She unclips her gun. We switch to the other side looking at Clarice, and we see Bill's gun is just around the corner on the stove. Yes. And you're like, oh, oh, no. Yes. <laughs> he offers her that number, and she asks to use his phone, and he starts laughing at her. Yeah. Um, she draws her gun. He puts his hands up. Um, but runs for the basement instead. Yes. And Clarice follows. And he disappears. He vanishes. Yeah. He, he gets down there so quickly and he is gone. I feel like he spends his entire life down yeah. there. Yeah. Exactly. You know, the house is just a, just a facade. The basement is his home. And took it from neutral turf to his turf. Absolutely. Kind of thing. Yeah. Down the stairs. She has no idea where anything is. No idea. There's not even light down there, really. Well, there's, there was light. There's light, no sunlight. And then it gets turned off. Yeah, there's no sunlight in there, no natural light. Yeah. I was half expecting, like, him... Well, when she was coming down the stairs, I was half expecting him to be, like, under the stairs kind of thing. Yes. Because she was not checking that. But, no, but they are backed. Oh, they are the, backed. Yeah, those stairs okay. don't have, like, little gaps between each step. Mm. They are backed. I would... Because was I, was think, I was thinking the same thing. I'm As she like, was going oh, down oh. those stairs, I was just like, you're going to move behind the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's very cautious as she makes her way down. She checks the corners. She checks the corners, checks which is a callback to that hostage situation mm. we saw her fail in, tra- in training. Yeah. Awesome. Remember the training. Yes. You get a pass. A plus. <laughs> a plus. Good job, Chloe. Yeah. She opens a door to find a sewing room. And this is when we get a look at what Bill's been building as well and i love that the camera doesn't linger on it yeah if you're not looking at the screen when she opens that door she glances you don't notice it's just not important right now yeah it's not the important thing but it is there and it's almost finished it's like a a large lady's (laughs) skin suit literally not not like a business suit just a suit onesie if you will (laughs) A skin onesie. Yeah, skin oh my onesie. god! <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Did it have a zipper, or would you? Have oh. <laughs> How would you wear this? Yes. Does the skin start? Is rocking? it like a wetsuit? <laughs> Does it have a long cord to like pull up the zip, or do you, you have to get yourself? someone else to help you? That's an awkward conversation. Yeah. A bill goes up to his neighbors. Can you? Yeah. Can you zip me up? Yeah. <laughs> And then she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, she checks another door and finds the well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she checks the perimeter yes. before doing anything else. She's closing the doors. Which she's closing. Good. Yeah, she's closing all the doors. And she tries to hastily barricade it with a shovel. Yes. yes. She barricades, I think the one she came in. She came in, but there's another And then one. closes the other door. Yeah. So that if anyone comes in, she'll at least hear the door. Yes. Um. Yeah, great. Uh, she tells Catherine that... Yeah, she finds Catherine, and tries to like calm her. Yeah, and then tells her, "No, I gotta leave for one moment." And Catherine's Don't like, "Don't you leave me, bitch!" Yeah, she starts hurling abuse, yeah. and I'm like, "I understand this is very stressful." Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Come back, you bitch! Get me out of here!" Yeah, <laughs> Catherine but, begs. Oh no! I was like. Oh, please shut up please shut up oh, this lady the guy knows you're, you're, yes. shut up the, the person knows you're there like yes, you know, so you're so giving her away please yeah. be quiet I understand at least she's in a well yeah. so once Clarice moves away from the well <laughs> Catherine can't yell out where she is yeah <laughs> like oh. 
And Clarice you know. very loudly mm. tells Catherine that there are other officers on the way. Yes, that's good. There aren't. You know, but... but it's a, it's a, he don't know that. Yeah, exactly. It's something to make Bill worry. Mm-hmm. Maybe give himself up yeah. or s- something like that. Good tactics. Yes. She eventually enters the moth breeding area, including where the surgical table and things are. And That's not hygiene. No, for sure. No. I don't think those moths are. Yeah. <laughs> the bacteria they must be carrying. I know. You wouldn't want anything to get infected. Okay. <laughs> you know, in that's the, not good. In the women he's shot and skinned. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, that's not very good. She continues to follow uh, the corridors, and I think this is where we can safely talk about how big is this fucking basement? <laughs> yeah. The house doesn't look that big. The house doesn't look that it large. It looks like a regular bungalow. And then the basement looks like it's an entire fucking... It's, it's like a fort. Eight big rooms. Eight. Yes. Like, it's, it's spread out. It almost looks like a warehouse kind of thing. Yeah. Like an industrial industrial warehouse. Because we've got, like, what, his sewing room. We've yeah. got the, the moth room and the surgical room. is basically two rooms yeah. put together. What are they used for? Yeah. Like, what were they built for? There's a bathroom and there's, like, the well room. And yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a couple of others as well. There's, yeah. like, a storage room in yeah. there as well. There's a whole bunch. Like, Which is crazy. How? How big is this fucking big? That's when you get your, like, you know, real estate listing. Oh, it has 12 rooms, and then, like, half of them are just, like, dungeons. <laughs> have you seen Barbarian yet? I have not seen it. It came out last year. Oh. Justin Long's character, so funny. He's like a dirtbag realtor guy, right. and he realizes that, you know, to pay legal fees, he'll have to sell this house. Right. And he discovers a secret basement. Oh. That's full of, like... And then he advertises. Blo- <laughs> it's, like, it's got it's filled with, like, bloody mattresses and, like... Uh, camcorders and stuff like that. Oh. And the first thing he does is Google does ba- basement space counter square footage. <laughs> and then he starts measuring it. And then goes down like the creepiest fucking set of stairs into the middle of nowhere and just keeps measuring how big it is so we can add it to the list. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's on the real estate grind. Yeah. It's alright. It's comically hilarious. Mm. Um, but yes, in, in, down in the basement, she opens another door and finds a bathroom. She's yes. basically searching for Bill because he's making no noise. Yeah. And there's... Miss, find the lady. We find Miss Lipton oh. in... I was wondering how she was doing. <laughs> she's a skeleton um, at this point. Yeah, she's... she's but she's in a nasty ass... Yeah. She's got a little bit of meat on the bone still, you know. Oh, it's like... I don't know. It's like he filled the tub with water and yeah, then it's... never went back to it. So all the, all the flesh is just sort of sloughed off and then rotted and molded into this tub. It's... Disgusting. Mmm, soup. Mmm, <laughs> soup. Suddenly the lights go out. Yes. We see, we see from Bill's perspective now as he puts on the night vision goggles, mm. something that they set up when he was stalking Catherine. Yes. Brilliant. Um, this is also a very good callback to Clarice's training. Yeah. Because she has to keep her back to the wall, check all the corners and stuff like that. Yes. But now she has to do it like half speed because she can't see shit. Yes. Half speed, feeling her way through the dark. Yes. You know. This entire sequence is really creepy. Yeah. Really, really unsettling. Because she makes her way along the walls as Bill silently watches mm. and sort of follows her. Yeah. And at one point he's like reaching out to touch her hair mm. and she turns around, but he keeps his hand there. Yeah. And she can't see him and you're like, you are an inch away. Mm. It's so, so creepy. He's observing her. Probably in the envy and, well, with the same envy and like, you know, jealous mm. nature that he looked at all of the other 
at the other yeah, the woman. Yeah. You know, he's like, why can't I be like that? It's, you know? It feels, it's the same sort of analytical look, but it's not as, as like Lecter gives. Yeah. But this feels threatening. Yeah. When Lecter was doing it, it felt like he was trying to figure something out. Yeah. It's more of a, I want you kind of thing. Eh? Mm. Yeah. Rather than, you know, what, what are you? What are you? Yeah. yeah it's I, an, I, want I want this want for, you. I want this for my benefit. Mm. But like, you know, you, you won't have harm from it. Like, I want this for me. Yeah. And then there's uh, Bill's perspective, which is more like, I want you and to harm you. Yes. Kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. It's yeah. so disturbing. And the next thing you see is he, he raises the gun to her head. Yeah. But as he cocks it back, yeah. she hears that, the little clunk, yeah. spins round and fires a couple of times. Yeah. Killing Bill and shattering the window, letting in natural light into the basement. Mm. Brilliant. Yes. Just, it's such a good end to such a climactic yes. um, confrontation. Mm-hmm. We now cut to police arriving at the house as Catherine is escorted out, still clutching onto Precious. Yeah. I think she's going to adopt that dog. I hope she does. They've, they've um, been bonded with trauma. Yeah, they're bonded you know, with trauma. They're friends now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is my emotional support dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And will be forever now. Yes. <laughs> And the next thing we see... I wonder, how, I wonder how that dog and the cat will get along. Oh, true. We forgot about the cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, oh. I, wonder, I wonder if they'll be friends. <laughs> <laughs> we demand a sequel about that cat. I just want to know if the cat was... <laughs> Is the cat being fed? <laughs> Is the cat being fed? <laughs> true. Did Ruth go over to Catherine's apartment to make sure the cat was fed? She I better. hope so. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be coming for of, you. Yeah, send one of the government agents at least. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if that Go was your. Feed my daughter's cat. Yeah. <laughs> You're one of the presidential bodyguards or whatever like that, and they're just like, "Go feed my cat." Yeah. You're like, oh, I t- uh, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> right away. We cut to Clarice now as she graduates from the FBI. Hooray! She gets handed a badge. Photos are taken. Everyone FBI. celebrates. She gets a cake. She, everyone gets a cake. It's a celebration oh, yes, cake. Yes, yeah. Yes. There's at the celebration. At the celebration party. Mm. Her and her friend have both passed. Yay, awesome, good for you guys. Woo-hoo. Clarice is called away because she has a phone call. Mm. Love it. Crawford, on her way to go pick up the phone, Crawford mm. sort of um, catches her yeah. and congratulates her. Congratulations, but I got a dip. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. It's so nice, though, that he came from. It, it felt like he came specifically to congratulate yeah. her. I don't think so. And it's, it's again, that mutual respect. Yes. There's a respect between these two. Yeah. He completely... There's no, you're a woman, so you're less than me yeah. in this. It's, good job, you're going to be a, an amazing FBI agent. Yes. Come work for me in my department. Yes. Please. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they shake hands. Mm-hmm. Amazing. This little the interaction... The shot as well, the hands. Has, has equals. Yes. They're equals now. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. There's definitely a very parallel shot as well. No one hand's higher. Yeah. Just equal yeah. handshake. Completely. Which is good. Which, which is, is which is brilliant. And the last thing he says is, your father would be proud. Mm. How nice. That's beautiful. How nice. Considering how much you like respected her father, and her father was in law enforcement as well, mm-hmm. that probably means a lot to her. Yes. Um, she answers the phone now mm. and we get a very familiar fo- uh, voice that hello, just says Clarice. hello Clarice have the lambs stopped screaming mm. 
Brilliant. Absolute, yeah. Oh, I can't. Oh. It's Lecter. He says he has no plans to hurt her, so she doesn't need to worry. Um, as the world is more interesting with her in it. Yes. Is what he says. Uh, he asks that she doesn't come after him. Mm. He's like, Clarice, please don't come after me or whatever. And I don't want to have to eat you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and, and she's like, can't make any promises. Mm-hmm. And um, he says, oh, I've, I've got to go now. I'm, uh, I'd, I'd love to chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he means that in a very different way. <laughs> he means literally. <laughs> and uh, he hangs up as we see Chilton walking past into a crowd. Mm. Lecter gets up and follows behind slowly, just, you know, walking. Just walking. Just chilling. No rush. Why rush? It's like a tourist. So the final shot is uh, Lecter walking and disappearing into the crowd mm. as credits start to roll. I, I feel no remorse. <laughs> it's like, I feel no remorse. Yeah, he doesn't. Go eat, Chilton. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can have him. You can have him. We you don't want have him. him. <laughs> so yeah. that that concludes the Silence of the Lambs, nineteen ninety one. So, what did you think of this movie? Give me a rundown as far as like the script, the acting, the set design, whatever you want to talk about. Give me your overalls for this movie. What did you think? I came in with high expectations, mm-hmm. and they were absolutely met. <laughs> they were exceeded even. It's you know, such it's, a fascinating film. It's fantastic. I, I think it was super well-written, directed amazingly. The actors, you Just know. all round. Stunning performance from all of them. Yeah, and like you said, the little the little things they mm. do. Like, for, for me, I noticed the Bon Appetit magazine, which yes. is a reference to him eating people. And then you notice the Nazi flag uh, memorabilia and yeah. stuff in Bill's basement. Exactly. And it, it's... It feels like this is an entire world that we're just getting yes. a tiny peek into. Exactly. It's, it's, it's well thought out, you know. It, it's just it's just put together that, you know, after watching it and, like, noticing these details, you mm. know, you take away and it keeps in your mind and you keep thinking about it. Yeah. You know. You know, you, this movie stay, stays in your head. Yeah. You've got more questions and it, it, take, it occupies time in your mind for longer than the movie runs. And I think... That is one of the things that makes a good movie a good movie, is that it sticks with you, you and it's know, also, after it, it's finished. It's timeless as well. It's it's 90s, but it doesn't feel 90s. It doesn't feel dated. You know, yeah. Something like this dated. could happen. Yeah. You know? And it, yeah, it's just, it's brilliant. So, um, what would your personal rating for this be? One being awful, ten being amazing. Where would you scale this for yourself? I, out of the, well, I, I think it would be pretty up there probably like nine nine point five maybe yeah i put 10 i was yeah. like this this movie i uh, flawless love yeah. it fucking <laughs> like i just want more of it so i heard there is more of it actually. there's there's two more movies mm. with anthony hopkins yes as hannibal yes they're very good they're very good they're both very good as good um not as good not as good but still good okay and then there's the tv series as well i see three seasons Phenomenal. I'm going to have to watch them all now. Yeah. You know, I will. Especially if you love this. I mean, the, the, the Hannibal TV series is when he's, you know, fucking Act. with people's minds mm. before they know he's a serial killer. I see. That would be interesting. I would, I would definitely have to watch this. Yes, yes. It's definitely worth it. Yeah. 10 out of 10 from me. Mm. So uh, we like to give credit where credit's due. So there's a particular actor or character that you'd like to give props to in this movie. There is. Um, 
So, Frederick Chilton. Oh, yes, Dr. Yeah, Chilton. Dr. Chilton. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony um, Hopkins. No, Anthony Heald. Oh, is that the actor's name? Yes. Who played Chilton? Yes. Anthony Heald. <laughs> is it because he just did sleazy dirtbags so well? <laughs> yes. <laughs> basically. He was a character that I... He, he played it well. That I hated him from the first interaction. He's and almost, he, he's he almost like a third antagonist. I know. There's, you know... Because you got Lecter and you got Bill, who yeah. are certified serial killers. Exactly. And then you got Chilton, who's just this... He's just dick. a dick. <laughs> exactly. Like, from the first time he's on screen, he was a dick. And then he carried it the whole way through. That's his character, and it was played so well. And, like, every time there was an interaction with him, I despised him more. Good. He did, he, did, he did his job well. So, well done. <laughs> that was a very good performance. I, I, I had to give my props to Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yes. For, for being Hannibal Lecter. Absolutely. Just everything he did... Mm. blew my mind yes because i was like i just want to know how your brain works yes like how does lecter work why does he stand like that why does he look like that why does he stare at you like that what is he thinking when he asks these questions does he know what he's delving into or is he probing he absolutely does (laughs) it blew my mind why do you look like that (laughs) why do you no i meant (laughs) why do you look like that? not his appearance but like the way he looks at people. Like, oh, yes, yes. Why, why do you stare like that, yes, I guess? I love the, the stare. The, the, the stare st- is chilling and it's piercing. And I think the the contrast of, like, the, the bright blue eyes. Yes, he's got thing. stunningly blue eyes. Mm. And because we get so many close-ups of him looking at people, yes. it really does feel like... It's he, very piercing. He's looking into my soul. Yes. <laughs> I think I think that is done very well, and in the movie, there's plenty of um, close-up like face shots kind mm. of thing, especially with um, conversations between Clarice and um, you know Hannibal, and it's just switching between there, and he's still got the intense, you know, non-blinking stare. Yes, kind of thing. It's it's inhuman. Yeah, he's like lizard man. It but... makes <laughs> it makes him feel dangerous, and it kind of in a way dehumanizes but it's he seems so dangerous in like a alluring way if you know what i mean alluring like he's you know he's dangerous and you know he's Mm. a serial killer and psychotic but the way he stares and talks Mm. i can't get enough of him yes like i want more do you want to be friends (laughs) yeah (laughs) dear mr lecter i'm your biggest fan Well, that concludes uh, The Silence of the Lamb 1991. Thank you so much for joining me, Caleb. I hope you come back for another episode at some point. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I enjoyed myself. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. And I'm so glad you enjoyed the movie. I, I, we said just before recording, I'd have no idea what, what we'd do if you hated this movie because I love it so much. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's hard to hate something like that. It's hard it's, to hate this movie. It's... You know, phenomenal. It is phenomenal. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Bye bye now. Thanks again to our guests, and thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really does help people find the podcast. And remember, you can get in on the discussion by sending us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. Okay, I'll let you go. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the monsters bite. <laughs>